Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. It's time for your friends, Ed and Sean. Hold on to your hat, kids. It's time for a Geeksters. <laughs> and welcome to episode 359 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Hi, Ed. How you doing? Good. Welcome to the program, everybody. Hi, folks. Welcome to the show. How is your week going? <sighs> El, my, Ed, my life's a living hell. Maybe one day I'll spend the show talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, everything's fine with me and Stacy. My professional life's kind of a little rocky at yeah. the moment, but I'm 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 f- trying to float, you know. But I can. I, whew, I'm telling you. Uh, now I understand why booze was invented. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of booze, <laughs> I I came in. At, I usually stop on the way to show by a couple drinks, yeah. a couple of little drinky winkies. Right? Um, this week's episode of Geesters is brought to you by Arizona Fruit Punch. You know, <laughs> but I also buy a monster, um, a monsternity drink yeah. to try to get myself like somewhat awake because I'm like I'm kind of lethargic at the moment. Kind of, I'm like I need something to like to snap me awake a little bit. Yeah, and uh, and I I got the the monster and I get in the car. I reach in the bag, grab a can, I open it up, and I'm like, and I bring it to my lips, and it's my fruit punch. And I'm like, well, I don't want that. I got to, I want to, that's that's my show drink. (laughs) I need my prep drink. So I sat there in my car driving with both, what do you call it, uh, cup holders filled with my drinks. (laughs) I got my fruit punch, because I'm like, I'll just start drinking that when I get home. I, I, I walked into the house like one of those relatives that show up at a family event holding a beer. beer. <laughs> that's, that's what he looked like. It was like he's got a can of beer on his hand, got a six packs in his other hand, and yeah, he's like, walking in. Like, like, hey, what's up? You made a pot of woo? Everyone's got that family member that shows up with a beer can, and you just want to go, I think you're an alcoholic. <laughs> we have some, but yeah, you brought your own. And it looks like it's half empty, and you drove here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. There's only three on that six bags. Where's the other two? And you're only 20 minutes away. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I had to stop by and get my drinks on the way. (laughs) You drank three in the car? Well, you know. I'm holding one. Well, yeah, really. So, yeah, two. Red lights are long, man. (laughs) Shit, you get a little parched. (laughs) That's how it goes. So, uh, my week, uh, besides being long in the professional aspect, um, I finally... Caught up to, um, I finished season 14 of S- Supernatural All right. about th- three hours ago. And I started right into what's now the, what is now the final season that started the, earlier this year. Okay. Um, so I'm like, I'm, I'm, there's 11 episodes. I'm like, okay, well, I know there's 20 episodes total, so I got nine left to, you know, like I go, well, I have to actually, I have 10 on my DVR with nine left, you know, because I watched one today. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was going to try to get into the CW app, but they only have like three episodes on. It's like episode one, episode eight, episode nine. I'm like, what the fuck, dudes? Like, bullshit. Good thing I have a DVR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, I mean, that's sad. I'm trying to think. Did I watch any movies? Any movies? I don't think I watched any movies. Well, we did well, watch we, a movie Thursday. Out the one besides the one that we saw Thursday, yeah. which was Idiocracy. <laughs> well, I didn't know it was idiocracy or idi- idiocracy. Which, um, 
Well, how was your week, Ed? Uh, it was, uh, you know, it wasn't as eventful as you professionally. I'm yeah. okay, well, professionally, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I, I finally broke. Like, I think I'm in a trance. Like half the time when I when I because I have a Roku stick and I've pretty much I've gone to YouTube as like my number one source of doing anything on television anymore. <laughs> this is basically you watch you watch your entertainment like a five year old. Yeah, just pop YouTube a while and just kind of stare. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like a millennial watching YouTube. You know, like it's just. And it's a lot of stupid stuff like top ten things you didn't know about this movie, or you know, top things behind this. Top ten things you didn't know about your testicles. Right. <laughs> um, there's some other channels I watched, Monroe, which is all about like uh, uh, hacking the system and right, that kind of right. stuff. Anyway, but I finally broke my like watching that every night. I actually fought, kindly they started Clone Wars season seven oh, on Disney Plus. Plus. Right now, of course. Again, they're only doing it one episode at a time. Right, sure. They got to draw so, it out. They got to earn that $12 a month. <laughs> so this past week, I actually, because it was this, this Friday was episode three for uh, for us in the U.S., and I f- caught the other two. Now, I did watch episode three last night, so now right. I'm all caught up. Right. And I'm like, this sucks. It, this. Oh, really? No, the the... the what the let me, oh, let me rephrase okay. that Clone Wars the season seven is awesome. I right. I recommend it. Go check it out. Right. But this once a week crap is terrible. <laughs> How did we survive when we were children? I and 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 just watch whenever we wanted to. We had to wait once a year to watch our favorite shows. <laughs> there was like a twelve week or twenty four week uh, thing, and then there was hiatuses in between. How so, did we survive as yeah, human beings? Because when I watched seasons one through. Six, basically. <clears throat> now, did you watch all the other seasons on Disney Plus, or you have them? Don't I you? have them on DVD. I, okay. I bought them. I got them a while ago, like over a year ago. Right. I so you can binge watch and season binge, after season. I binge watch like one season a week, like basically at night, okay. like because there's so many episodes, and I watched everyone, and I watched the whole thing, and I enjoyed it, and I'm like, I'm like, shamely couldn't end it. Now, now we're getting this, this right, final season, and it's great. I mean, it's it's like the old watching watching Clone Wars from like eight years ago. Basically. Okay. I think it's 2012 around right. that time frame. So it's it's just as good as then, but it's just the fact is I gotta wait one a week. God and, damn it! And, it's like, and, I, and I can't bank them because now there's videos on YouTube. It's like the Easter eggs you missed oh. episode three of season seven. You're like, son of a bitch! If I watch this, it's gonna ruin things. And so, so just move on, scroll past. I do. Okay. I don't watch those, but I'm like, I'm like, I'm kind of curious though. Like, what these things are there? Because like the- when the Mandal- Mandalorian was doing it, I actually watched those episodes like right away. Right. So I was like, oh, Easter eggs about Ooh. Mandalorian season episode two. You know, blah blah. blah. Okay, gotcha. I will watch it. You know, so, um, and I did watch a comedy, uh, uh, a comedian, stand-up comedian on uh, Netflix. I keep seeing this ad. I think it was like the top ad for like a week, and then. Every time I was flipping through, there's always like I don't know. I get a lot of comedians in my Netflix well, they, suggestions. They, they, if you've seen like one or two comedians, they, they, I get that. Like recommended for you. Also, now Netflix has this new thing where it's like, hey, this is what's upcoming, and you can flag it so that way when it comes up, it'll show up on your your list thing. You can add it already on, and I'm like. Well, that's a convenient little factor. It's like, yeah. oh, here's what's coming up this week, and what's coming up next week, and here's what's coming out three weeks from now. I'm like, well, if you know what's coming out three weeks from now, I'll just put it on now. Like, <laughs> like, let me watch it. Why, why are you to wait? Like, I, I know Altered Carbon's coming on. I like the first season, but right now I'm, I'm catching up on Supernatural. Just throw it up there. I'll get to it when I get to it. Don't make me tell. Like, oh, now you got to wait a week. Well, why'd you tell me? Like, just let me be surprised. Oh, there it is. You know, like like oh, one day, it's surprise. like surprise. There it is. Yeah, 
So, so what uh, comedian was it? it? Tom Papa. Okay, I've seen the. I've seen, <laughs> see, yeah, see I've the ad? Yes. Yes. So I I I I didn't finish it. I, not that I didn't want to. Right. Because you know. Uh, he wasn't laugh out loud funny, but he was funny. I, I did enjoy you chuckled, it. Yeah, chuckled like, here. <laughs> you know, I got some laughs out of it. I understood you know, this, but but like you ever gauge it with like audience reactions to like when they're laughing hysterically, you kind of go, yeah, he must be funny, right? You usually uh, laughter is a social construct. So like, yeah, you whenever you watch it, if you watch a comedy by yourself, you don't tend to laugh as loud or out loud. As you do, let's say, an auditorium full of people also laughing. With yes. you. It's infectious, they yes. would say. So, so you- I get I, I I'm along that group, but like if 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 even if you're you're watching it on the TV, you know, right. through you know, through Netflix and the audience laughs hysterically, I kinda laugh with them because I'm like, it's you good, it's you're right, it's infectious, and right. you kinda hear them laughing. You subconsciously want to be part of the crowd. <laughs> yes, in a way, yeah. I want to be part of the crowd. I want, I to-, want to be liked. <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> I don't understand a word he's saying, but it's funny. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> so, I, I, you could tell it wasn't as funny. Like if you watch it, because the the the, the, right. the audience, you don't hear them like hysterically laughing, right? Or either they cut that out, or you know, <laughs> there's a lot of scenes where he shows his butt a lot. Like I don't get this. It's not like he's doing you know comedy like you know Jim Carrey's right. doing. Like, he's not bending over, going talking out of his ass. <laughs> he's just showing his ass. It's just that they show the backstage, and I know if, like from past experience, they're cutting into the. Oh uh, yeah, they're just f- putting film uh, other angles. Like, other yeah. angles because something didn't work right because they do three days of filming, right? And you know, so they're doing a transition and they're, they're yeah, cutting. They through. got piecemeal together. A good comedian will sometimes make the joke of that's what they're doing. Right. And, oh no, no, don't worry, don't worry. Let me tell that joke again. They'll just edit it out. Like, yeah, you know? <laughs> that's basically what I think it is because some of it was like voiced over with showing his ass, and you're like, oh, okay, you know, like the backside. Of him, I shouldn't say his ass, but that was like, right. Like you, a, you've like seen a, the crowd perspective, like his. His perspective, except you see his whole back and his but, ass. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. <clears throat> so I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, wow. I'm like, well, I mean, and then I'm like, then after a while though, like, like the next day, I'm looking at like all these comedians. Like, how many comedians are on Netflix? Netflix is, seems to be the place to go for comedy stand-up. Yeah, and I mean, it's just like, and there was this girl that, that, that they keep showing their promo. Like, this is her week, I guess, for the promos and all. She's in her twenties. I forget her name, but. You know, I mean, it looks funny. I mean, you know, I'm thinking, right. well, maybe I'll give him a shot. You know, like, like if you if I keep going on Netflix and it keeps, you know, because it does that, like, whatever, 20-second right. pop-off yeah. of playing you, you a two. Can, technically, there's a way to turn off that trailer part. There is? But yeah, I just, I think you have to do it via the, the PC. Like, you, have to, you can't do it through your phone or through the actual um, Netflix itself. You have to go to, like, a, a the website and, and a website and go through that way. Because I, I, I'm like, I'm like, actually, I enjoy those. Like, I actually because because you could get some cool scenes. Like, if you watch like I, movies and stuff, I'll, I'll flip through just to see what what scene. Like, what are you going to show me with this movie? You right. Know, and I'll watch, wait. And some of them take forever uh-huh. to load up. You know, before you guys like come on. I'm like, oh, I remember that scene. That's a good movie. Right. Like, I'll watch um, like uh, what do you call it? Cop outs on there. So I'll go. I'll look at cop out, and the scene they have is where. Um, Stifler has a gun to. I'll get you pregnant. <laughs> What's his name? Shit! Why can't I? It's my cousin. I'll get you pregnant. Oh shit! 
I can't remember it either now. Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. I thought it was Morgan. And, I was going to say Morgan Freeman, but I Sean like, William Scott has got Tracy Morgan in a, like a lock with a gun to his head, and Bruce Willis is trying to talk him out from shooting, and it's like inside a house that they broke into, and then they're trying to calm the situation, and he's like, shoot him! Shoot him! Yeah, and then all of a sudden, there's a shot rings out, and there's a woman who who comes in the house. She's carrying a gun. They're all like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like, <laughs> And I'm like, I remember that scene. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, well, what else you got? Like, what else are you going to show me? But sometimes they'd be like, oh, they got this movie. What are they going to show me? And they show me nothing. And I'm like, pricks. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's you, how I feel. You, like, can't like, you, tease? you can't show me a tease for that one? Like, come on. Like, because like, that's what I do. Like, <laughs> I'm getting, you can sue. <laughs> you can sue. You've gone from just binge watching TV to just binging highlights. <laughs> that whole 30 second clip I need. What? What are you going to show me? What are you going to show me? Oh, I remember that scene. <laughs> click, click. Nothing. Uh, Fuck you. <laughs> it's not like I've never seen fucking that movie ten times in my entire life, and I know I just want to see what scene you're going to show me, and then you're like, nothing. I'm like, but thanks. Like, <laughs> ah. <laughs> or it's a dumb one. You go, it's like, I have. I was on there was better scenes than that one in the movie that you could have <laughs> shown me, and I was. You're watching. I'm like, you could have like fleas for combat. You could have done the scene where. Where Sean William Scott says something and Tracy Morgan's in the front seat going, No, no, <laughs> hell no, 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 uh uh-uh. uh, no. <laughs> but no, you gotta do the other one. <laughs> but the thing is, you could sit there for like an hour doing that. Yeah, like, I, I have. <laughs> like, okay, what's what's streaming now? Okay, let me tell you. And like, especially with the stand-up comics, I'll do that with the stand-up comics because you like, get the best jokes. Maybe right, you like, can at least get a joke. I mean, maybe it's not the best stuff. I hope it's not the best stuff. Sometimes I'm going. Oh, it is. Generally. Oh, I'm like, oh crap! Like, let me just keep moving. Like, because um, I've watched their special. Like, oh, you know what? I laughed at these jokes. They got to be funnier ones in here. Nope. That was it. <laughs> like, what's the um, um shit? Nah, I gotta have to. There's a, like um, Arsenio Hall. Okay, Arsenio Hall has got a stand-up con- uh, one, and my favorite. And I have to, every time I go, I see it, I have to hear the joke about how he was. You know, there was a person he looked up, gave him this this advice, and it was beautifully said. And he's like, that person was Bill Cosby. <laughs> he's just like, ah, what do I do? Like, um, Leslie Jones. That's what I'm thinking of. Uh, from Ghostbusters. Oh, uh, yes. Um, she's got a stand-up, and I try watching it. I watched that, like, 30-second clip, and I was like, I didn't find that funny at all. Good thing I didn't push play. You know, oh, like, you know, um, I saw the Tom Papa one. Yeah. I've seen, um, there's a couple, there's a girl, um, Lisa, I think. She's pretty funny. Um, the Degenerates is good. If you can, it's like a series, it's like a, a series, but it's like 30-minute comedy sets. Yeah. But you get the Bob Kellys, you get the Jim uh, Nortons. So it's like, all right, I know those guys, and I know they're funny. They're like home runs for me. I can yeah. be like, oh, okay, half hour. Only problem I have with stuff like that, honestly, Ed, is I would only get to watch that at night. Um, Ricky Gervais has got a couple specials on there. Yeah. But because every time I get to actually sit down to watch those specials, it's usually like 11, 12 o'clock at night. Yeah. And since I watch it in our room, Stacy's usually trying to go to sleep. So it'd be like she's trying to get comfy, and I'm there. <laughs> oh, I've left. You know, well, you don't have someone rolling over going, you can't watch that. You got to shut up and try to go to bed. You can't let me have any fun. 
because <laughs> because sometimes I'm watching it down here and you know, and at night and before before my wife goes to bed and I'm laughing hysterically at right. some stand up comedians and I go upstairs and she's like who were you what were you laughing at I'm like oh it was a stand up right. and I'm trying to explain the joke that really like which you never do right you know you know you I, gotta, I, I do it horribly hold on come downstairs let me show you yeah, <laughs> yeah fast forward fast forward <laughs> well that's just the punchline what's the setup oh we go back ten minutes like you guys just sit here. <laughs> I do that because with stand-up comedies, I'm like, oh, I know that name. Let me see how they're funny. Like, uh, um, what do you call it? Tiffany Haddish. She's got a couple on there. And while I know her from her acting and the comedies, I've never actually seen her stand-up. So I'll go by and I'll just watch like that 30-second clip going, okay, that was funny. Maybe I'll watch that. You know, like, uh, oh, Joe Rogan's got a special. Let me see it. All right, that's a good one. Or like uh, Ricky Gervais, what's that? Oh, they don't have one, you fuckers. <laughs> I even know I've seen it. Yeah. I just want to see that clip again. Like, fuck. <laughs> Man, yeah. I'm trying to think, did I watch anything out, out of the... Oh, you know what? I've Have I talked about me watching the Harley Quinn DC animated one? Yes. Okay, the Last TV week, show? Yes. Yeah, all right. Never mind then. Okay, moving on, Ed. What you got? Well, we did the Thursday night movie. Well, yes, I yeah. know. I didn't know if there was anything else you'd like to add to your. No, uh, no, that was that was pretty much it. I can't think of anything else. I've been I've been buying stuff again, you know, and, and right? getting some good deals here and there. Um, you know, I picked up uh, the, the 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 Hobbit trilogy on DVD for nine bucks. Did you get the extended cut? No, this is uh, wuss. <laughs> I bought the special box set the, uh, with all the extended cuts. Like I've, I've been, I've been thinking about buying like the Blu-ray, you know, right. ultimate set. But I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I really didn't find those movies as enjoyable as the original trilogy. Is the, as I, the right? Movie, I yeah. thought the Lord of the Rings was far superior than the Hobbit. I felt like the Hobbit was them trying to force lightning in a bottle again. Yeah, and I was like, but I'm a glutton for punishment, and I'm also a completionist. So that, yeah, it's, it's the same. Like I have the extended cut trilogy, original trilogy, and I'm thinking I should probably have that as well for the right. collection. But I just I didn't I have nothing on the Hobbit trilogy at all, so I figured right. let me start with the DVD because it's like sure. nine bucks for three movies, sure, three long movies. I figured I'll get that. That's like twelve hours of entertainment right there. That's right. I did pick up Rocket Man this week. Uh, so Rocket Man, did you see it? I did. Ed, oh. Um, um, I think did we watch it here? No, no. Okay, Stacy. Oh, that's right. Stacy and I watched it on the Fire Stick, and I really really enjoyed it. And then when it came time for Christmas, she bought me that rather than Bohemian Rhapsody. And I'm going to be 100% honest, I'm glad it was the right choice because I find Rocket Man a way more entertaining movie than, than Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. Have you seen it yet? No, I haven't seen it. I just picked it up today, actually. Uh, yeah, okay. so I'm so. going to say, Ed, that should be next Thursday's movie. Okay. Maybe, possibly. If we remember. Stacey's, well, yeah, but Stacy's also got a, a thing going on uh, Thursday where I might not be, uh, I might be grounded. Oh, okay. She's got a... And I, for those people who've been listening to the show for a long time, Stacy and I are finally getting hitched. We're going to Vegas for the for the wedding. Um, she has a dress appointment this Thursday, you know, so she's going to need the car and money, and she needs to go dress shopping. So I might be staying home, going, "When are you coming home?" <laughs> okay, you go out, have fun, you try on dresses. Hope you pick something nice, you know. So. But if we do, if I'm here, Rocket Man, that's okay. my that's my that's my vote. Okay, all right. Um, but we did see movie Thursday, and it yes. was Idiocracy. Um, w- w- would you like to start or like? Okay, just I think at this point people probably know what the movie's about, but 
Um, here's a quick summary yeah. while Ed thinks about his response on how he felt about the movie. Um, it's a movie by directed, written and directed by Michael Mike Judge, who was the creator of Beavis and Butthead. Um, he also did Office Space um, and also Beavis and Butthead to America. But this was his... Um, it was a movie where Luke Wilson... Um, that's right. Owen Wilson has a brother, for those of you who don't know. <laughs> Luke Wilson at one time was the hottest thing before Owen became popular. But Luke Wilson was is a guy, average Joe average guy, who gets basically forced into a program where he's supposed to be tested on and he's supposed to be asleep for a year. And him and Maya Rudolph, who plays a prostitute who also volunteered, forcefully volunteered, yeah, right. to make sure her record was clean because she got picked up from for prostitution there the, the experiment was they're going to be put under f- hyperthermia you know like put they they pass, want they want an animation for they, a year they want their best their best airmen to like they wanted to freeze them and suspend an animation right and they wanted to test this theory out so right. they they figured they'll get two people that nobody cares about right. and they'll yeah just, he was perfect because it's both his mom and his dad died he didn't he has no f- spouse no no family he was perfect she was basically what they would have done in the past. You know, she's a criminal. So criminals to wipe their record clean, they'd offer them a position right. to do something dangerous with the idea of freedom afterwards. Right. So um in what happens is during that time it the the project the, the base closes that the they're base at. closes yeah. that they're in and then fast forward five hundred years later, a la Buck Rogers, and there's a the world is in the theory behind the, the whole movie is that stupid people breed more than smart people. Yes. So what happens is over the course of time, since there's more stupid people populating the earth, the society gets dumber. Right. Rather than the smart people, you know, and having more kids because – and they do like a little cutscene. And basically – it fast forwards five hundred years in the future where everyone's stupid and everyone's got like and technology TVs. basically takes care, takes yeah. care of everything. You know? Yeah, it's like okay, I'm gonna suck on this thing for my nourishment. I'm gonna watch TV, but around that TV's pop up ads, and a lot of this is kind of right on the cusp of the internet. Yeah. And before I would say reality TV stars were like reality TV stars weren't as influential. Yeah. As they are now. Um. And it was very like at the time when I watched it, I'm going to call it up. Um, so he winds up being Joe Average winds up being the smartest person in the country, and uh, they need his help, and the wackiness ensues. Yeah, well, the, the, you know, now, now you're looking that up. I'll, I'll give you my response. Basically, I bought this for four bucks. I bought this at a, in a bin somewhere in like Best Buy or something like that for four dollars, and I saw it on TV like. A few years ago, and right. I laughed at a few scenes, and I'm like, "This is kind of stupid." I kind of, it's like, you know, for four bucks, why not? I'll, I'll try it out. It was on DVD, I'll, I'll, you know. If I didn't like it, it was only four bucks of my money. It's you know, no big deal. And uh, so, like, when we just recently purchased it, so when I, we were going up, like, what do we want to pick? You said you saw it, but I like, I don't think you saw the whole thing. I, no, yeah. I know. Um, okay, first, the, let's go back. Let's say the movie came out in 2006. Okay. Okay. Um, I remember seeing it on video. Okay. I do remember seeing. I remember seeing the whole thing. I think I rented it and borrowed it on DVD with Blockbuster or something like that yeah. back in those days. <laughs> I remember watching it, and I remember not finding it super hilarious. But now, in all fairness, I also never found The Office funny. Um, Office, Office Space. Space. Office Space funny. The first time I saw it. it, some movies for me I age into, or my life changes. Like I couldn't really 
find the humor in office space because I really wasn't working in an office like setting. Yeah. When I got into an office like setting and then rewatched Office Space, I found it fucking hilarious because <laughs> I'm like, I get that, I get those jokes now. Finally, yeah. Idiocracy, I felt was one of those movies because at the time, at 2006, maybe 2007, when I saw the movie, I I thought it was funny but not like poignant or like, oh my god, this is genius. That movie needed to age into the world we live in. Because now everyone sees it as a masterpiece of comedy and almost like future seeing. Like like this, someone said, this is where the world's going to go if we keep acting the way that we're acting. And of course, everyone's like, "Who? What, what do you know, Mike Judge? And then you watch it today, you go, wow, he was actually kind of accurate. <laughs> like, like, like shit. You know? um, so, from, for, so I get it. Like the first time I saw it, I, I didn't, I was like more like, oh, <laughs> All right, and also too, I didn't really like besides Luke Wilson and Maya Rudolph were the only two people I really knew because they were kind of at the time Maya Rudolph was in Saturday Night Live, still back then, and I knew Luke Wilson from movies like Train Spotting. I've seen his face enough times yeah. to go recognize him, but some of the faces that I didn't know at the time was Terry Crews, and you know, in fact, he went by like his full name in that movie, like Terry something Crews. Yeah, uh, Dax Shepard was a legitimately no name. And Justin Long was in it for like a brief section, a second. And I'm like, I don't, wow. Like Dax Shepard now is kind of a, not more of a, not to say a household name, but he's definitely up there in status thanks to a show like Punked, being married to Kristen Bell, directing Chips. Justin Long obviously became famous for being the Mac kid and then going off and doing like other stuff. Right. You know, for those people who are Kevin Smith fans, Tusk or um, the, the, Lawyer in uh, Jane Silent Bob reboot, or the porn star in Zack and Mary make a porno, um, or the kid from uh, Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. <laughs> I was going to say that one, or uh, he was in the the uh, Do- Dodgeball. Dodgeball. He was all. He's also got his real. I think his big break was in Jeepers Creepers, the horror movie. I think um, that was like his first film. I think he says. I think I heard him in an interview say. But I'm like, oh wow, okay, and then seeing those, and then. To me, I, I I thought it was funnier the second time around. Um, what did you think, Ed? Like I said, I, I I got it like when I saw it on TV. Now, of course, then right. that was a few years ago, so it was like technology was kind of catching up. That so that would have been like a, a time to watch it, right. you know, kind of thing. But I didn't watch the full thing, so this is the first time I've watched it from beginning to end. Okay, and I could there was one scene I couldn't stop. <laughs> like, we had to seriously stop the movie. I was laughing so hard. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll set up because Ed's going to lose it because he's already laughing hard. Um, there is a scene in the movie, and it's, it's, I'll be honest, folks, this to me is what they call a throwaway joke <laughs> because it doesn't happen on camera. It happens off camera. There is a scene where Luke Wilson, because he's, he's, he gets arrested for doing something, and they have him, because the first time they arrested him, he was able to easily escape from jail by just outsmarting people. So this, what they did the second time he's in jail was they tie him, they bolt his leg to a big giant rock, a boulder, a boulder huge. Um, so he's got to fight. He's in this thing called rehabilitation, where it's basically like a death match type deal. And they put it's a him monster tr- monster truck it, rally. It's like a monster truck de- demolition derby, and he's got these guys who are these huge giant monster trucks. And they give Luke Wilson a little like Pinto kind of car. Like, very, <laughs> very, you go. Yeah, yeah, very, very small, very car. He gets in it. But now he is still 
Ziggy, <laughs> you can already hear Ed, and you're gonna be like, I involved in that's funny, but you gotta you hear Ed, Ed, Ed's chuckling like you can see his body. If you hear his body shaking and everything, <laughs> so he gets in the car and they try shutting the door, but the, he's still chained to the boulder, so they keep slamming the door, right? And he's like, and it's obviously Luke is like, well, why don't you just fucking uncuff me, uncuff my leg? Well, instead, what they do is. You see Luke Wilson from the from the. <laughs> the thing is, <laughs> they're slamming the door, and they they can't figure out why the door won't close. Right, and Luke Wilson's very like very low key going. Maybe she'd unbolt me from the rock. Right, she's very calmly like maybe she'd unbolt me from the rock. Right. Well, instead, what they have is they have Luke Wilson's camera po- you know pointing at him, and all of a sudden you hear, boom. They drop the boulder into the back seat of this car from the roof and smashes the whole back end of the car. And off to the distance, right off camera, you can hear, who's smart now? <laughs> <laughs> and it's very like, who's smart now? <laughs> and and it's, <laughs> Ed loses it. <laughs> Like he's kind of doing now. At least he's, at least he's sitting in his chair. He sits, he sits on a sofa, and I sit off on a little other, other mini sofa. And he have, falls in between the coffee table and the sofa, dying, <laughs> laughing. It's, it's one of those. There's a few scenes in movies that I'll laugh hysterically at every time, and that's what if I watch that again, I know I will, I will drop to the floor again. There's another one, Trek. Where where the Lord Farquaad is is interrogating the the gingerbread man, and he goes, "Tell me, tell me what I want to know." And he's like, "Eat me," and he spits at him. Eat me, <laughs> tweet. <laughs> and then it's like, and he's like, and he's like, get him, and he's like, "Not my gumdrop buttons." <laughs> that one makes me laugh. Not my gumdrop buttons. <laughs> That's another one. You I, monster! I, I, <laughs> I fall and laugh. All right, I'll tell you. Do you know the Muffin Man? All right, I'll tell you. Do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? Yes, the Muffin Man. That <laughs> is, to me, that is, I, I'm also along with you, that is, makes me lose it every time. Because it's just a... <laughs> Toy, <laughs> and it's milk. Yeah. You can tell it's yeah. milk. He spit out. That's the. That is so um, like. Oh my god, that is so great. <laughs> that one always makes me gay. But, but we. I actually had to tell Ed like, you want to stop the film for a second because <laughs> the movie's for a second because he was rolling and laughing hysterically, and I'm just like, I okay. I thought it was funny, but I was like, not like holy mackerel. It's I. I Seriously, thought I was gonna have to call nine one one because he was losing his breath from laughing so hard. Your face was all red. You had tears gushing out. It was like someone hit you with pepper spray. <laughs> You're <were> like, because <laughs> this movie's dumb. I'm gonna tell you, this movie is dumb. You're, yeah, you're not. You're not gonna gain IQ points from from watching this movie. You might lose some right. watching this movie. But it was so funny. And then you get to the point where it's just like, it's just that nonchalant. Like, they're slamming. Uh-huh. You can see it. You can see that the chain just hanging uh-huh. off the door. And they're like, bam, bam, bam. It's a great setup. And then and the one guy's like, maybe we should take the door off. Yeah. And, and the guy's sitting in the Oh, Wilson's like, Luke Wilson's like, why are you just on yeah. And it's just like, the next thing you know, yeah. who's smart now? <laughs> 
And then it goes really downhill from there because they taped a, they taped, they taped a purple dildo. <laughs> right. This huge, giant dildo. And as he's driving, it's slapping it in the windshield. <laughs> And then the two the two monster trucks basically, because it's like so not not really subtle, but like you know you if yeah, you're a five year old you didn't really get it, but like they 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 were like these ram things. Yeah, they look like big dildos basically. Right, like, they're gonna fuck. The- <laughs> it was it's it was yeah. Um, watching the movie, I didn't really know that there was a bonus scene at the very end of the credits. <laughs> I, I I guess I should have seen that one coming because they set that joke up. Because, the whole movie, yeah. Throughout the whole movie, Maya Rudolph, who's a prostitute, is afraid that um, her pimp, her pimp, which is oh my god, what the hell's his name? Because um, it's it's a it's a long, it's like long because with all these D's or something, or double D at the end. And you're like, right, there should uh, be D's at the end of this. Statement. Okay, crew. I gotta see because they they get him. Um, cast. It's 119 people. Uh, uh, uh. Actually, Terry Allen Cruz is President Camacho. Um, let's see. Uh, 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 yeah, I I forget the pimp's name too. It's just it, but it was, I'm trying to get there. Yeah, um, let's see, prison guard guys, etc. It's just sad because how many times she's probably upgrade said upgrade upgrade is his name. Um, it's played by Scarface, by the way. Um, <laughs> and it's spelled upgrade is. By the way, a lot of these names and the characters like Dak Shepard's name is Frito. And then, and he's a lawyer, <laughs> uh, but upgrade is spelled U P G R A Y E D D. Um, he's in there as Brad Scarface Jordan, but the and Thomas Hayden Church is in it. I'm looking there anyway. So yeah, there's a lot of people in there. You kind of go, wait, I know that guy from somewhere. There was one guy. I there's two guys. One guy I knew. He was he's in Saturday Night Live. Was in Saturday Night Live. I don't say if he is the, the guy with the mustache. He was in the cabinet. Right, the big guy. But the other guy, I was like, he looked familiar, and he up kept saying, "Brought to you by Carl's Jr." You know, like everything he said was like, "Yeah, he he had like a I, he's in there, and he's been in a like I think more of a, like sketch comedy kind of guy, yeah. not Saturday Night Live, but also not like not uh, I'd say kind of more of a Comedy Central type person. I think. Yeah. Um. So I mean, my root of setting up that upgrade always, you know, she's always afraid of him because he's going to come after his money. That's the kind of guy that he is. And at the very end of the movie, there's a third um, pod, and it's him. It's Upgrade comes out, all pimped out, and going, I'm like, bitch, nobody have my money, kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> and he's just walk- walking down the street. Right. Um, yeah, I thought the movie was good. Um, I Good the second time seeing it, because like I said, the first time I saw it, I thought it was cute. Not like, oh my God, this is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. I, I kind of aged into it. I think that because now I, I look at the world through that kind of like, that prism now like yeah. when I look around I'm like oh my god everything is brought to you by this there's that this is you know like hey this is brought to you by blah 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 Powerade or like wow it's I got electrolytes it. right it's got <laughs> electrolytes you know so I'm like alright I gotcha I, I thought it was very good um let's see we got anything else there right uh like, no um I think there was some movies coming out uh yeah but before we get to the movies coming oh, out oh boy Let's see what the top five movies have uh, in the box office. All right, Ed, what do you got? All right, the number five movies was the number three movie of last week, The Call of the Wild. It made $7 million over the weekend and 57.4 overall in the three weeks of release. Uh, number four was the number two movie of last week, Sonic the Hedgehog. It's falling really fast. $8 million it made this weekend and 140.8 overall in the four weeks of release. Number three was a new release, The Way Back. It made $8.5 million this week, and that's just a total gross. 
And number two was the number one movie of last week, The Invisible Man. It made $15.1 million over the weekend and 52.6 overall in the two weeks of release. And the number one movie is a new release as well, Onward. It made $40 million this weekend. That's just too God, I love Disney going, oh, yeah, by the way, we have a movie coming out. Boom. <laughs> I forgot it was coming out. I was going to go see it. and uh, You got busy? Well, no, I didn't. I had, had no, I didn't. I just thought that I just forgot it came out. I forgot it came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, looking at oh, apparently the uh, Mortal Kombat combat pack spawn's been released. What? What? Yep. I'm looking here and I'm seeing if there's any new news while you're going through. Tell me what's going. What's coming out in video? What's coming out in video? Blu-ray and DVD and 4K kits. Here we go. Charlie's Angels, the new one, is coming out this Tuesday. Spies in Disguise is also coming out on Blu-ray, 4K, and DVD. Okay. And Bombshell. Is coming out this week on Blu-ray. Oh, okay. That's the uh, okay. Gotcha. I'm kind of interested in that one. For Me too. Uh, for four K, <laughs> it's an inverted joke. Me too. <laughs> Sorry, I said it, and I was like, "Oh, that was actually kind of oh, womp 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 womp." And um, the four K treatment this week, kids, is just Beauty and the Beast, both the live action and the animated one from Disney. So. Uh, if you wanted in 4K, that was Okay. Really All right. All right. And that is it for movies and television. Okay. Well, then what's coming out on... Uh, video games. Video games. Oh, yeah. Ori and the Will of the Wisps by Microsoft, the Xbox One and PC, and that's on March 11th, which I think is Wednesday. And then on Friday, Noah 2 by Sony for the PS4. And Neo. Neo. Yes. N-I-O-H. Yes. It's not how I spell it, but all right. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> that is it for video games, kids. Wow, that seems like a light week. It is a light week. Um, look, I'll be honest. It's going to be a light year until you get to the end of the year when all the good ones come out. Um, yeah, everything got postponed because I thought Watch Dogs was coming out. This- Watch Dogs was supposed to come out in March, but that got postponed. I don't want to say indefinitely. I think it's to be determined because Ubisoft hasn't had a lot of um, hits lately. Like um, Division 2 didn't go as well as they were hoping for um the new tom clancy um also game didn't sell as well as they thought it was gonna and i think that Watch Dogs 3 was a little i don't want to say ambitious i i uh, i would i mean well i i played the first one yeah. i played this i played the first two. First one i thought was you know you're a hacker but a lot of the stuff that he was doing, I was like, well, I don't have a hacker's bringing down a human trafficking ring. All right, sure, why not? I'll go with it. It's a video game, right? It's trying a little too hard to be like Grand Theft Auto, but I get it. I really enjoyed the second one more because you're kind of like a... And again, I think that's because we now knew at the time that that, movie came, that game came out, hackers were a little bit more... You knew what a hacker was doing more and more. So it was easier to kind of, you know, there's phones with apps and the idea of what they were trying to do makes a little bit more sense than on a hacker mentality kind of thing. And I, mm-hmm. I thought that mood, that game was a lot, was better. This third one is set in some sort of utopian, um, we call that dystopian London, England, where I, I don't know how the plot is, but you're supposed to be able to play as everybody in that game. Like you're supposed to be able to recruit characters and, there's permadeath like when one character dies you can go into another character and play that you can have a whole team of grannies if you wanted right it was it was because when i was at my conference this year there was like a little granny um a british granny 
that you could take a photo with and be entered into a contest. And it was because this game was supposed to come out in March. Then I would say like earlier this year, or was it close? I think it came to December. They were going to push it back because these other two games didn't sell well. And Ubisoft's president, I think, was like, well, we're going to put this on hold to really work on the game and to make sure the gameplay mechanics are correct so that way nothing... Like, we want to make sure people really enjoy the game. Yeah. Now, also, keep in mind, April was supposed to have Cyberpunk yeah, 2077. That got pushed back until September. September. I personally think two reasons. Number one, um, they're, supposed, they're working on a multiplayer version of that game, like a multiplayer stuff to be able to do in the game and they it wasn't going to be ready until the end of the year but they were going to try to do the Grand Theft Auto 5 thing where we're going to release the game and then when the online's ready we'll we'll add it on as an update I think that they decided to wait and put it together as one game itself mm. but I also think too they're waiting until September because I think they want to update the graphics because we're supposed to have new systems coming out and I say supposed to is because a lot of this, a lot of the companies, like a lot of the shows, are being canceled because of the coronavirus. Yeah, and a lot there has been kind of a a buzz that since a lot of the products that are going into these systems are made overseas into China, that rumor, and again, this is rumor from what I've seen on the internet, so take it to what it's worth, that it might get postponed because a lot of the parts are coming from China, and if they're worried about the coronavirus, the the so they might postpone putting the systems out because yeah. everyone's kind of radio silent on it, you know, on on the new systems. Oh yeah, no, yeah, because there's a lot of lot of stuff that there was a lot of buzz, and then all of a sudden now it's nothing. I mean, I I I think there's a lot of there's a lot of, of problems that they're not letting us know because they've closed both Hong Kong, Shanghai, and Tokyo Disney. All three of those parks are closed. For Disney to do that, right? You know, that's a lot of money. Sure, you know, I know a lot of companies have bailed on the um, PAX East, yeah, um, E3, like uh, even Sony canceled one of their couple of their things. That's another can of Arizona Fruit Punch brought to you by Keysters. <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by Carl's Jr. Anyway, um, so yeah, yeah I, so I'm I'm really 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 like. Are we going to have new systems at the end of the year or not? Like, no, nah, I think they're going to be twenty twenty one. Yeah, twenty twenty one. Yeah, I think, and I think it's going to be Christmas twenty twenty one that we're going to see these systems. Probably going to wait. <laughs> that's a that's a that's, that's a, a tough one. It's a, it's it a tough bill to swallow, especially how much money that they're banking on sure. for those systems to come <clears throat> out. I mean, they're, for Sony and Nintendo. Yeah, you know, I mean, not Nintendo, Sony and Microsoft. And Microsoft. Yeah. I mean, Nintendo's like, woohoo! Like, you know, like, yeah. you know, we'll ride it. We'll keep riding this. You know, I guess it's awesome because they're they've got uh, Animal Crossing coming out in a couple weeks now, and uh, uh, that's you know that's going to be huge, I think, in, in the in the in the big scheme of things. Yeah, um, I also think too that um, I had my thought, and now it's gone. <laughs> uh, never mind. Oh, um, because of the coronavirus, I know that a lot of companies are pushing their stuff back. Because I, I wanted to see if I had the article and I didn't. They pushed back the James Bond, the new James Bond movie. No time to die. Yeah, no time to die. Because maybe they they're they're worried about the premiere and stuff. I was like, because over in Ca- uh, California, there's a boat with uh, a bunch of people that are infected. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's in Texas too. There's another cruise yeah, I know. ship. You know, they, there's been fights <laughs> breaking out on that ship because everybody's like up in arms about what's right. going on. And you go, 
and, you know, the ship because they want to get off. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, let's slowly roll there, skipper. <laughs> like, I, I get it. You want to get off, but well, you know what? Stay where you're at. You got a nice cabin, port, we got a working kitchen. Just chill. Yeah, see, well, I mean, how they get it with food, though? I mean, like, like, like food's got to be running out because they only, sure, but they only mean, supply one week at a time, you know. Yeah, but if they're docked, you can always go, okay, open it up and just shove some food in there and slam it down real quick. <laughs> no one, everyone take three steps back and hold your breath. Here's some Carlos Jr. Show, you know, and then slam, you know. Because, yeah, you wonder. Grab some In-N-Out burger. going to be like armed guard, guards, like standing there because somebody's going to try to make a break for it. Oh, they're, they're docking. They're going to get us food on. Well, if they, they're opening the door to let food in, we got to, you know. We can rush them. Yeah. <laughs> Come at me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the walking dead on that boat. It's like, it you know, is. You know, it's a shame. It's like, I don't know. I think I've been through a couple pandemics and a couple bird flus and yeah no it's like you it's know. like uh yeah no we've only had two cases so far of course they're near us yeah. right they're near us <laughs> so, like, yeah hey but sure. who cares i think i've seen like uh what do you call it um shelves at walmart of no hand sanitizer yeah no soap I'm like really <laughs> like like shouldn't that be all the time yeah, like, <laughs> now be- you're worried like I remember back in <laughs> back you, you know real- you know you know when they you know when they should cancel they should cancel like the comic cons because right that's then- oh my god the Chronicon <laughs> Jesus I mean every time because they're in the worst shape ever I mean like because it's like I was still we still hear, I still hear stories the day we were at a Star Trek convention and I'm looking at movies and my wife's like what the hell is that smell and my friend's like. Some people need you to smoke. And there was a guy with like an open wound on his leg, yeah. you know, walking oh. through and you go, yeah. And, I'm, and it's just like, and you can smell the BO, you know, it's like oh. going through. It's just like, oh. like oh. And ev- inevitably, when you leave a con, you get sick. Yeah. You know, like you, all, con, all comic cons are canceled. Yeah. Just for the time being. <laughs> just hold your phone. Just slow. I, I mean, there are going to be people, I think I just saw an article too where, um, there's a monster mania convention coming down and two people canceled because of the coronavirus. Yeah. They're, they're not coming to Jersey and you know, on purpose, <laughs> like, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's horrible. <laughs> so, uh, usually end up there by accident. <laughs> yeah. I made one wrong, make one wrong turn on a turnpike. And next thing you know, I'm hitting the shoreline. I'm in Jersey for some reason. Yeah. Fuck. Damn. All right. So uh, I guess we're getting to the news then. Yeah. Let's get to wow. it. Wow. All right, Ed. Um, okay. I don't know. There's a big controversy about Rise of the Skywalker. Another controversy. Another one. Um, which There's two. I didn't get the article, um, so I'll just throw this one out here. Apparently, Ray's father was a failed Palpatine clone. Did you hear that one? Yeah. All right. I did hear that one. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't really read into it. I didn't read into it either because I'm just like, because it's in the novel novelization of the movie. I'm like, Ugh. now granted, sometimes they have some really good stuff in there. And sometimes they really, really bad stuff. Like, I'm going to sidebar here, for example. Star Trek Four, The Voyage Home. Yeah. Okay. There is a moment where um, Kirk and Spock try to take public transportation yes they open up the door they walk on three seconds four seconds maybe five to get the joke they come walking out and one goes what's exact change right (laughs) then cut to another scene where they're actually on the bus 
right? Yeah. Now, plot hole, how'd they get on the bus if they didn't have exact change? They don't have any money. It's the fucking future, right? Yeah. Well, in the novel form, because I actually read the book, Ed. Did you? Would you like to know how they got on the bus? Yeah, I really do. That's, <clears> that's one, of the, one of the few things that I go, well, well how'd they get on the first one? Apparently, they bought, I guess if they panhandled someone gave them, they only had enough money to buy um, certs, which is a breath freshener. Yeah. Certs with Retson, I think it's called. Yeah. Okay. Well, what happens is... Brought to you by Carl's Jr. <laughs> well, what happens is that they didn't know Spock ate one. Right, uh, Retson is like almost like an alcohol, uh, almost like alcohol to a, a Vulcan. Yeah. So in the book, he eats one and then gets drunk. So they have the exact change, and there's a whole scene on the bus with Kirk trying to quell a drunken Vulcan on the bus. Yeah. You know, trying to you know, and then that's where the joke of the guy who you know. Everyone's getting annoyed at Spock, and then this guy comes on with the the boombox, the boombox, and then you know he does the Vulcan not Nick thing, knocks the knocks the guy out, and everyone cheers him. But that's how they got on the bus, Ed. They bought certs, and then he gets drunk, and there's a drunk Spock and Kirk. When well, Kirk's not drunk, but they're both sitting on the bus. All right. So there you go, mystery solved. The reason why I bring that up, Ed, <laughs> okay, is good, because also in this novel. Um, the Rise of Skywalker, Ray and Kylo Ren kiss confirmed to be non-romantic. Really? Yes. Now, for those spoiler coming up for those people who haven't seen Rise of Skywalker, there is a moment where Ray and Kylo kiss. It's close to the very end of the movie. Yeah. It's like the first time. Personally, I thought it was a little out of place. Yeah. You know, because they the never movie's out of place. But well, whatever. Um, <laughs> okay, so one of the so. One of the, so basically they kiss. It's very controversial. A lot of people don't understand it. Um, it it's a lot of story fans were hoping that the Kylo Ray and Kylo Ren story was leading to an epic romance, but instead all they did was get a single kiss between the two of them. <laughs> Excuse me, Ooh, that burp brought to you by Arizona <laughs> Fruit Punch. I'm Carl's Jr. Um, fan, Star Wars fans that were able to draw any small bit of romantic payoff from the Kylo Ray and Kylo kiss. Uh, can now join the rest of us in disappointment, Ed, because apparently it's been confirmed that Rey and Kylo's kiss wasn't a romantic one. In the official Star Wars Rise of Skywalker novelization uh, that's coming out soon, by the way, um, there was advanced copies of the book in C2E2 in uh-huh. convention in Chicago. When coming through the, the, novelization, the novel, Star Wars fans uncovered that the book explains the final moment between Rey and Kylo with no uncertain detail. Here's a quote. His heart was full as Ray reached for his face. He let her fingers he let for his face let her fingers linger against his cheek. Oh, fucking ads. Um and then, wonders of wonders, she leaned forward and kissed him. A kiss of gratitude, acknowledgement of their connection, celebration that they found each other at last. But then she drew back, concerned on her face. She could feel him growing cold. Ben smiled at her. He had given Ray back to the galaxy. It wouldn't atone for the darkness he brought, but it was what he could do. Really? Yep. So there you have it. There is more of a of a thank you kiss instead of a romantic kiss. <laughs> Judging by Ed's silent, if, if only there was a photo. He has this kind of perturbed, annoyed look like, 
Like when you're, if you have a child and they tell you something, you just really don't believe them. They, you give them that look like, really though? <laughs> really? That's just terrible. I mean, oh God. Well, I, I, I didn't like the movie, so... I mean, that, I mean, I'm uh, one of the few people that hated the movie for some reason. Not hate it. You didn't hate it. I didn't I mean, hate it. I just didn't. I, I think, I think, I don't think it, I, there was a lot of, like, I have to watch it again. And that's the thing. I have to wait till for it to come out and, and watch it again. And I'm going to watch it like, like probably a few times just to say, like, what, like, you, you, you said, you, you know, you like, don't like something, but you can't say what it is. Right. You know, and I'm like, and I'm like, the more I thought about it, I'm like, this and this and this. There's a lot of shoehorning that I, you know, I didn't like. And, 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 and I'm like, still trying to figure out the whole emperor part of it. I'm like, I got to watch it again because I know there's probably <laughs> something in this whole movie. You know, I, I just always remember when like, when I saw it and this woman next to me, because it was like, there's three seats. We're sitting there and this woman's like, I get so excited. I hope it doesn't not annoy you, blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, I'm, I'm a big Star Wars right, fan. And I'm like, right. yeah, you're the only one here who's a huge Star Wars fan. Right. You know, I would never guess all these other people yeah. just here because... It, it was warm. <laughs> so, so, I mean, so we watched the whole movie and she is not, she doesn't say a word the whole time. <laughs> she doesn't scream. She doesn't get in it. She does nothing. Was there a lot of, <sighs> the, 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 when she left, it looked like she was going to like fade out and die. <laughs> it's basically what she, it she walks out and punches a kid. <laughs> it looked like it, you know, so she was, what's wrong? Stupid Star Wars. How old was she? Just uh, she's probably in her twenties. She oh. yeah. All right. Well, you know, like maybe in her thirties, twenties, thirties. She looked younger than me, so that's so I can okay. Tell well, that's almost half the planet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you, so don't worry. <laughs> I just break to, to the heart. To me, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, well, you're 20. You don't know heartbreak the way we did. Yeah. You know, like, okay, I get it. You're disappointed, but. Whatever. Like, what, what did you think of of the? I was fine with it. I was like, uh, I'm. Part of me was just like, I hate saying this because Star Wars was such a big influence in my childhood and growing up. My teen, it, it was the first three, yeah, episodes four, five, and six. They were a part of my DNA. So a part of me felt very relieved that it was over. Okay, just I mean, more so, just be like, okay, so this is how you're gonna wrap it up. Okay, you know what? That's fine. It's done. It's over. There's been plenty of television shows where I've watched, and it's been a series finale on a television show, and I went, you're going out like that? All right, look, I didn't write the thing. It's not how I would have done it, but okay, I can respect it. At least you're trying to trying to achieve something. I watched it. Um, it was kind of nice to see kind of like everyone getting together one last time. Yeah. And it's going, okay, well, how this is going to end. Um, I, w- I didn't hate it. I was... I didn't think it was the greatest movie of all time, but I never really thought not, the greatest Star Wars movie of all time to me will always be The Empire Strikes Back. Mm. Always. Out of all nine movies in the Skywalker saga, yeah, that to me is the perfect, not I wouldn't say the perfect movie, but to me that is the movie that out of is by far my top of all nine. Because yeah. I felt like it was... A masterpiece. Yeah. So, like, at that point, I can't, I'll never expect any of these other movies to come to that level. That level, you know, because everything's now a special effect. So I'm like, all right, I can I can admire the the spectacle of it. The story is what it is. I do feel like I I do agree. Some of the stuff was shoehorned in. I do feel like that's probably because where they wanted to go, they couldn't because they kill two thirds of the you know 
two-thirds of the people that kill of Han Solo, Princess Leia actually legitimately passes away in real life, and then you kill Luke Skywalker off in the center, in the middle of the three, so who do you got left? Right. So you got to do something, and, and I feel like, you know, I had to give him, like, you got an A for effort for kind of, look, you got there. It wasn't the way I thought you were going to get there, but, you know, good yeah. job, you know, congratulations. It's a, while it's, it's 40, 45 years worth of, like, a story that I only thought I was going to get a third of. Yeah. You know? So I'm like, for me, it was like, it was just satisfying. But I was also felt very fatigued. It felt very like, like, thank God it's over. Like, I'm just glad. Like, mm. it, I felt, you know, walking out going, all right, well, I hope everyone still has a career after this. You know, because sometimes you get that, you know, what happened to Lando Coward? What happened to Billy D. Williams after Empire and Jedi? Mm. Not much. What happened to, you know, if it wasn't for Batman the Animated Series, Mark Hamill might not have been around. Yeah, Carrie Fisher, she was Carrie Fisher. She was already, she was already having her own struggles. Harrison Ford, out of the entire group, is the only one who actually became, you know, a, a real legitimate movie star. And it's only because he he tripped into Indiana Jones. Yeah. If it wasn't for the fact that they were doing another like, another series, series, right? He might have been. I wouldn't say washed up, but he definitely might not have had the the career he had by just being like technically he should never have been Han Solo in the first place because he was doing the reading he was he knew Lucas and he was just sitting in on these casting calls right. and playing Han Solo and they couldn't get anybody and Lucas is like well shit you kind of know it already do you want it you're like alright I guess so yeah. like his whole career has been summed up with like yeah, I guess so you know <laughs> <laughs> you want to be Indiana Jones because Tom Selleck bailed yeah, right, sure. No, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can free up a few weekends. Yeah. Are you guys doing the fugitive? Um, yeah, I guess I can. I guess I could put that in there. Sure, whatever. You know, hey, Harrison, you want to you know be, do something f- super cool and become like the president of the United States and you know for a movie? Who am I playing against? Gary Oldman. He's gonna be the bad guy. Yeah, all right, sure. Why not? Like, it's just, <laughs> I don't know that guy, but all right, yeah, all right, sure. Yeah. Get off my plane. It's best flying in the whole movie. <laughs> like. No ticket. <laughs> it's just, you know, uh, so to me, I was I was satisfied. Like I just I was satisfied that it was over. I'm ready for to see what they do now. Like I love the Mandalorian. Yeah. I I really am going to have to sit down and watch the Clone Wars and and Rebels and all that kind of stuff because I have a hard time watching that because I don't know. I never really got I never really got sucked into it. I, maybe it's because I never allowed myself the time yeah. to actually watch them. So maybe like once I get done catching up with Supernatural. I still haven't yet finished The Witcher on Netflix. There's some shows that are Yeah, there's on. a lot of stuff, you know, like goes my, my wife's content is full. Yeah. My my wife my wife's now watching Stranger Things. She's good because Oh, I've, it just started? Yeah, because I think it's ending this month there because a new season's coming out and they're getting rid of the first three, which makes no sense to me why they're getting rid of the first three? That's what they're gonna do at the end of this month. Really? Like, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and huh. you're like you're like, that makes no sense at all. Yeah, whatever. But you know, it's Netflix, so <laughs> But it's, it's it's what like nine and twenty seven hours of uh, yeah it's not they're even, like yeah, yeah. They're, they're, it's it's like your thirteen hour. yeah so it's not because it's like one one season's eight nine and eight I think are the yeah uh, it's very very you know, very quick episodes. so yeah you know so uh, yeah there's a lot of that <laughs> uh, whatever it was 
But yes. So Ed, I have a follow up story. It's gonna, it's, it's sad, but we're sick, twisted bastards. So I want to bring this to follow up story <laughs> that you're probably gonna chuckle. <laughs> Last week we talked about um, Michaela Spielberg. Oh, doing porn. Right. Yes. Right. You know, um, well, here's a follow up. Um, This was on March 2nd, by the way. Um, Michaela Spielberg, daughter of director Steven, is tearful in mugshot for domestic violence arrest. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) They have. (laughs) Why am I chuckling? Apparently, now they, (laughs) they, they address her as adult film star, 23 was picked up, picked up Saturday in Nashville for domestic assi- assault with a bodily injury, a misdemeanor, after a fight with her 47-year-old fa- fiancé. Um, Yahoo has confirmed. This is Yahoo News. And so it's, it's right up there. It's real. It's real. It's got to be real. You, uh, um, in her mugshot, her mascara was smudged. Her eyes and cheeks were red, apparently from crying. <laughs> uh, according to the criminal complaint on Saturday, about 4 a.m., police responded to a domestic dispute between her and, and her boyfriend, uh, her, her fiance, sorry, her fiance. Uh, they've been drinking at a bar and got into an argument, which escalated when he made a rude comment about her. The police said she started to throw objects at him, and <laughs> one struck him in his hand, causing a clear and observable injury. Observable. There's her. There's her. There's her mugshot, by the way. Oof. Uh, <laughs> well, while quote both parties admitted to physical dispute. Based on his statements and observable signs of injury, it was determined that she was a primary aggressor. Wow. Um, he refused to prosecute her, um, so officers decided to prosecute on the victim's behalf because now he's in a victim of, of domestic abuse. Yeah. Um, her arrest was taken to the Hill Detention Center. Someone paid her $1,000 bond, and then she was released. She's expected back on court on May- um, March 9th, which is today, I think. Tomorrow. 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 So, Monday. It was we're recording this on a Sunday. So Monday. Um, of course, you know, she confirmed, uh, he confirmed the Fox News that she was arrested amid a quote unquote misunderstanding. And he also said that no one was hurt. Um, she's been in the news recently, as you know, noted on Geeksters. Yeah. That she, an interview she gave to the son about how she's pursuing a career as an adult film star. She said she also becomes an exotic dancer. She told the tabloids that her parents, the iconic filmmaker and his wife, Kate, actress Kate Capshaw, who adopted her were aware of her new career path and supportive. There you go. Um, <laughs> like I said, I always like to bring up like, oh, here's a PS. <laughs> we talked about this on the show. Here's a news article. And most of the time, when I have a PS. It's never been like, oh my god, she's now successful and everything's happy, hunky dory. There's always a little bit of a, a downturn. Yeah, there's always a little like dun dun dun. I just figured I'd throw that out there. Um. I don't know. I you you out of all the career choices that you could make, especially having all that money because you know you know Spielberg set her up with a trust fund. You know, like, I, you know, right. like you know, she she's 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 loaded. I mean, I know I understand you want to work your way through. Sometimes blah, blah. money doesn't solve problems, eh? right? But it, oh, you give it to me. I'll solve my problems. I'll, I'll um, I get what you're saying. I. I I you know but sometimes I think that I don't know I guess I, I always feel like the, these kind of stories are the grass is always greener because you look at it and go oh my god you're the daughter of or the child of someone famous you should be a very like famous and two famous people actually because yeah. Kate Capshaw had a, a very big career at one point in time. yeah I think she's still acting but it's like how could you not be blessed right 
But sometimes, like I said, grass is greener. Well, she was adopted, so I mean, she doesn't. Well, have... he wasn't. She, you know, some people would say she should be doubly blessed. That out of all the people in the world that are up for adoption, you won the lottery. Yeah, you got picked by a two a couple who took you into their home, love for you, care for you, put a roof over your head, food, clothes, the whole nine yards, gave you the love that every child deserves. Yeah. What's the problem? You know, apparently she has some suffers from some some mental health issues. Yeah. You know, but it's you're going. Well, I don't understand what the problem. But if Daddy is always on film set, then and maybe she's being raised by a nanny. Maybe right, I've seen. Like, yeah, you know, like maybe they're not as hands on as some other parents have been in their, yeah, in their life. Because Cape Shapshaw's on a movie and she's directing something, right? And, you, you know, know two different worlds. And- sure, you know, I mean, but that's still like. It, she, she follows along. I think there's always like that little rebellious side to those famous families, yeah. kids, where it's like, I want to be my own person. I'm living under my parents' shadow. I think all kids eventually, teenagers and young adults, go through that phase where it's like, you don't know anything about me. I'm going to be my own person. I don't need any of you. I'm going to do it all my own. And I think that's I think that's part of the uh, the the human evolution of a, of a from going to child to teenager to adult. Yeah. Because you say those things as a I'm gonna say pre adult. Because I'm gonna say you know like you notice that time happens in your your er, very early twenties where you become the defiant one. Right. And then you realize by the time you're 25, going, fuck, I'm in too deep. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you just go, shit. This is. This is what I really wanted when I was a kid, saying I can't wait to be an adult. And like, fuck, <laughs> this sucks. I got to worry about a car payment, roof over my head. Gosh darn it. <laughs> uh, let me just go back home. <laughs> uh, so, Ed, I have casting a casting rumor, Ed. A rumor? Rumor. Um, These are always fun. Yes. Um, would you like me to know? Okay, well, I, I feel like I should we, Do we know the movie? Do we know the movie? Yes. What's the movie? No, no. I said, do oh, we? Do we know? Yes, we do know the movie. Uh, the Batman trilogy. Oh, okay. the, the trilogy. The new one. Yeah, they are, they've already established that Robert Pattinson is in a three-picture deal. It's going to be a trilogy. Okay. They've nailed that down perfectly. Okay, okay. good. Um, I guess. Would you like me to continue, or would you like me to read some of the other headlines? That I have. <laughs> I don't know if I want to make save this for like later or not. I'm, I'm, I'm we're gonna let the dealer's choice. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's save it. Let's save it. Okay. I did because I just want to mention that the fact that you see the new Batmobile that they've been. Yeah, I, I, saw, I saw Robert Pattinson. Is I thought I saw him in the cape and ca- well, the cow and bodysuit. Yeah. I saw the motorcycle with the stunt guy. Yeah. Not Robert because that guy looked like I want to say twice the size of Robert. Yeah. But whatever. I hope it's not. I really hope it's not one of those things where the body double looks better than the actor, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I did see the Batmobile. It's very muscle carish looking, yeah. which is um, a throwback to one of the original cars. Yeah. It was very muscle car like. I'll be honest. It kind of like if <laughs> since I've been watching a lot of Supernatural, it looks like a souped up baby. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> we're gonna put some fins on it. We're gonna put a guy, you know, face on it. I, I'm, I'm just dying to see like people now driving around, like somebody <coughs> buying this or, or right. making this. Yeah, know, driving around because it looks like a, a car you can buy off the lot and just kind of do it yourself. Yeah, which um, makes me more even more interested in in the movie itself. Going, all right, is this kind of like a Batman Year One story, or if it's a Batman Year 
three. Like, where are yeah. you going with this? Where, where, are you, where are you with this? Um, but that makes it very interesting that what they're doing is, as you know, they're throwing a lot of bad guys in this movie. Yeah. Um, I know that they've established a um, they got Joker, uh, not Joker, a Penguin. Yeah. Got a Catwoman. Uh-huh. Um, I should really look at who they have. And they have a Batman. <laughs> the Batman. They have, they have an Alfred. The Batman. Uh, they have an Alfred, a Commissioner Gordon. Um, but I did kind of barely leave. They are talking about having the Joker in it. Okay. Um, now, I don't know if you know who they're thinking about for the Joker, Ed. Joaquin Phoenix. No. No, not at all. I know. No, I have no idea. Okay, well, okay, Ed. Let's play a game. Yeah. Who do you think in this new, I'm going to call up, you think about this for a second. Who do you think would be a good Joker to Robert Pattinson's Batman? A good Joker to Robert Pattinson's Batman? Yes. Like, obviously, we know Joaquin Phoenix isn't in there. Yeah. Um,. To say like the only one I because like, I keep seeing pictures of it over and over because because everybody and their mother wants this person to be the Joker and I can't think of his name right now. Okay, w- William Defoe. Okay, yeah, William I've always Defoe. seen that one. Here's here's what we that, got. Here's here's the cast so far for the what they've announced. Ready? They've got Robert Pattinson as Batman, Bruce Wayne. Uh-huh. Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle, Catwoman. Okay. Colin Farrell as Oswald Cobblepot and Penguin. Uh, they have John Tutorio as Carmine Falcone. Andy Serkis as Pennyworth, Alfred. Okay. Paul Dano is Edward Nashton, also known as the Riddler. All right. You got Peter Skarsgård as District Attorney Gil Coulson. Uh, Jeffrey Wright as James Gordon. I'm looking at others to see if there's any other kind of famous faces. They have, uh, they have some names but no parts there. Um, well, the, the big one, which you haven't mentioned... Might be the Joker. Oh my God! No, <laughs> no, no. Well, they are. No. Well, okay. See, now, they are mentioning the Joker, so that's just, it is about the Joker. So now, out of these people that I've mentioned, who do you think? I know Willem Dafoe. I'll tell you right now, it's not Willem Dafoe. There's a there's a name that got that, that that's that's not you did not mention on that list. I thought he was somebody else, but he could be the Joker. Oh my God! No, who? <laughs> no. Matthew McConaughey. What Matthew McConaughey? I have not seen on that list. I, I've heard. I've heard. Oh, Matthew. No, Matthew McConaughey is supposed to be Two Face. That's that's what I heard. Okay, because we talked about. So it was show. all rumor. But there's that's not on there unless they're unless they're waiting for the second movie. Yeah. Remember, this is supposed to be a trilogy. It could be. It could be. He could be just be Harvey Dent in this in this movie. I, they, I like I said as I'm going through the list, I didn't even see his face on it's there. A, it's a minor. So unless it's going to be like a, a cameo, hush hush kind of cameo type deal. So all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, Batman. Look at me, I'm the Joker. <laughs> I'm a Joker. I'm a smoker. I'm a midnight toker. Just running around naked, playing a ukulele, banging on some banjo, the bongos. Hey, well, all right, all right, all right, Batman. Why don't you call it on on up? <laughs> Hop in the back of my Lincoln, and we'll go for a spin. <laughs> 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 Cut, print, terrible. <laughs> uh, so, any 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 guesses? Like you've you've been around enough. Well, uh, would you like some clues? Yeah, give me. Give okay, me this person's kind of famous. Not kind of famous. He is very famous. It's a he. Yeah. Um, very famous. 
Very famous. Very famous. Very famous. Um, Robert De Niro. No, 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 no. Joe Uh, Pesci. (laughs) No. Um, He make a great Joker. Woody, though. (laughs) Woody. (laughs) Um, Not Woody. Joker. (laughs) Woody's already in another movie. He's going to play Carnage. (laughs) Uh, This actor. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) This actor is also known for his, his character work. Bobby D. <laughs> okay, right. If you want to keep going back to Bobby D, all right, I'll, I'll you know. Um, Al Pacino. No, but Al Pacino has worked with this person in this article. <laughs> but you got to, that's a deep cut. That's, that's a, a deep, deep cut. cut. Possibly. John Leguizamo. No, but you know what? Now you mentioned that's actually a goddamn good call. He would be John a good John I mean, he was a good clown in Spawn. Yeah. You know, but I mean, John Leguizamo would be a really good point for Joker. Ed, you know what? You won me with that name. <laughs> John Leguizamo as the Joker, I'm in. Yeah. First of all, diversity. Second, he's a funny motherfucker. Yeah. I, I just saw him recently in um, American Ultra. You know, he, it was a small yeah. part, but I, every time I see him, I'm like, oh my God, it's John Leguizamo. I love him. Like... He's a guy who instantly brings a smile to my face. Yeah. And he always gives a hell of a performance. So, even as a sloth. Yeah. <laughs> but no, not him. Damn. Work with Pacino, though. Huh. No idea. No, okay, I can't um, think of his name. Johnny Depp. <laughs> I'm going to let that sit there. And let that, that awkward silence just sit there. Johnny Depp has been rumored... For the Joker throughout most of his career, prior to Heath Ledger being announced as the Dark Knight Clown Prince of Crime, Depp was a fan favorite for the part, along with Adrian Brody. Now it seems like... (laughs) (laughs) Now it seems like this decades-old bit of fan casting might finally bear fruit, as sources close to... Um, we got this covered, by the way, so take this with a great thought. See, you lost all credibility. <laughs> it was all credibility. It's like, you went from Fox News. <laughs> um, it's now, Kim, now, remember, this is the same people, the, the source is also the same people, same person who said Viola Davis would return in the Suicide Squad and Transformers was being rebooted. So they have some street cred. Yeah. Um, they told him that Warner Brothers has begun eyeing actors for the role, the role in sequels to the Batman, and Depp is one of the prime candidates for the Joker. The fact that he's even being considered for the part is perhaps a sign that his recent career troubles might be coming to an end. Um, whatever, we don't care about that. Whatever the case, it seems like 2020 is set to be a decade of Joker. WB is reportedly pressing ahead with sequels to Todd Phillips' origin films, creating what's being dubbed as the Jokerverse. <laughs> the follow-ups may see Joaquin Phoenix's Arthur Fleck uh, battling for supremacy against a rival Joker with the Punisher's Ben Barnes apparently eyed for the part. Oh, that already sounds bad. <laughs> just saying, I just, I was, really? We need to see two Jokers? <laughs> you know, one Joker was good, but two... <laughs> we should get double the Oscars! Two, uh, I tell Warner Brothers will want to get a sequel to the Batman going as soon as possible, so expect to see a different version of Joker in this movie, probably in 2024. Um, it's strange to think that it's been more than 10 years since we witnessed the Cape Crusader square off against the Joker on screen. Uh, the closest we got to a Harley Quinn flashback scene in the Suicide Squad, where Ben Affleck's Batman pursued Jared Leto's clown prince of crime in the Batmobile. So, Ed... 
I'm really tossing around this in my head. It's really tough to because really, you go, you go, no, like right away, like <laughs> right away, you're like, no, no. <laughs> no. Um, but then you go, yeah, you know what? He was really good at pirates, which I've heard, I've heard rumors that he's coming back for another pirates movie. Captain Jack Sparrow's coming back one more time. Um, because I think it was supposed to exactly go to Zach Afron. Yeah, and, yeah and I then, saw that article too, and I was like, I try not to bring like. I know we just did this thing about Spielberg's daughter, yeah. but I try not to, because those are choices that she's making. I don't really like talking about like domestic, like like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's legal battles, because it seems to be like a lot of mudslinging and it's like cancel culture and stuff like that. And then you go, you jump on one wagon, and then you find out that wagon was missing a couple wheels. Yeah, and then you're like, oh shit, how do you? How do you backtrack and go? Oh my god, you know what? I was completely wrong. I owe apology. Like, and then you, he, I knew Zac Efron was supposed to be I the part of the of Jack Sparrow. I'm assuming. I, would, well, I think it was another another pirate. Right, another I think, pirate. I think I the whole so. Jack Sparrow seems kind of right. Like, and, and, oh, no, done to death. And now that you know Depp has been, I'm going to use this loosely, quote unquote, cleared. Yeah. Of any kind of wrongdoing. Wrongdoing. Um, I know there's some are, there's some other news about slanders and stuff like that, and but for the the big part of this whole like he was abusive and stuff like that, can the cancel culture that jumped on his, um, he's now apparently back in the good graces of Disney and might be Captain Jack Sparrow for one more time. Maybe, maybe. I mean, um, maybe they can use here. I'm going to be hopeful and say, you know what, I love Johnny Depp. I don't think I've ever really seen a bad movie with Johnny Depp in it. I've seen some very weird movies with Johnny Depp, like Hell's Gate, I think it was, or there was, but I've never really seen what I could see. Ninth be, Gate? Ninth Gate, yes. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. It was a little fucked up, but I wouldn't say it was bad. Right. You have to, I didn't know what I was expecting, so watching the movie, I was like, really, what? But looking back, I'm going, I didn't hate that movie. I thought it was different. It was really interesting, and Johnny Depp was great in it. But I wouldn't be like, you know, you know, hey, Ed, you know what my top ten films are? Ninth Gate. Gate. You know <laughs> Like I still think Nick of Time is one of his better movies, with him going against uh, what we call it um, shit. Nick of Time, I don't even remember that. It's one. it's it's a movie where he squares off against talk like this, not Chantner, but the other one. <laughs> the, uh, I've had this I've had this watch up my ass. Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken, yes, where Christopher Walken's a bad guy, and the movie takes place what they call in real time. It's a 90-minute movie, and they pick Johnny Depp. Um, Christopher Walken captures Johnny Depp's family and tells him that he has 90 minutes to kill this senator. If not, they're going to kill his family. So he has to try to find a way to thwart the bad guy within a certain amount of time. Yeah, That movie legitimately runs maybe like 95, 96 minutes long, and most of that time is... The setup happens real quick, and then it's go, and it's happening in like a real time frame. It's a great movie, yeah. Especially if you like those kind of like those kind of like tricks where it's like, oh, the whole movie takes place in ninety minutes, and you see the characters arc in ninety minutes. Right. It's kind of I've I've always liked that movie. Yeah. <clears throat> so if you haven't seen it, go catch out Nick of Time, starring Johnny Depp and Christopher Walken. Boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> um. But so I I guess you know I I think personally I think you know what Johnny Depp should do one last Pirates movie with Zac Efron, right? And then... I think they should just stop doing the Pirates movie. Well, I I think they should hand it off. Like, one of those 
like how they did the Highlander movie. You brought Christopher Lambert in with what's his face, Connor McLeod, Duncan McLeod. Um, oh my God, I have his autograph and everything. I can't think of his goddamn name. I am worse. To, I'm bad today with names. So they, they, you know, they bring him on the show to hand off the series to him, and then they do the movie where they bring they hand off the movie with him. You don't know who I'm talking about, do you? I know you're talking. About, I just can't think of his name. It's like it's gosh. Like, Damn it, Ed. We're just right now, everyone's kind of like rolling their eyes, going, Boy, you guys are lame ducks. <laughs> it's been a while since we see, I've seen any of the Highlander movies. Adrian Paul. Adrian Paul. Yes. Um, the first episode of the TV show had Christopher Lambert play his character. Yes. Um, to uh, and Ad, um, Adrian Paul was his, like, a relative of his. Distant cousin. Distant cousin that he comes up and says, Okay, well, now you're going to take the mantle. I have to go off and do whatever. I have to go do whatever I'm going to do. Right. But hey, Welcome to the family. You're you're an immortal. Here's a sword. You know, go have seven years of TV shows. You know, <laughs> and then when they wanted to make the movie, they brought him into the movie and they brought Christopher Lambert into the movie and they killed him off. Yes. You know, Endgame. Endgame. Yes, but it was one of those. There's two cuts. I personally have I had somewhere um, the original yeah, cut, I the director's that. cut, and that director's cut is a way, way better, better movie than the one they gave you. Yes, you know, and I'm like, fuck, I wish I saw that one instead of the bootleg copy I have, or whatever. Um, so, but they did that in the movie, so I think they should do that in the Pirates of the Caribbean. Have Johnny Depp be Captain Jack Sparrow with Zach Zaffron, who could be Captain Paul Eagle, you know, or something. You know, <laughs> like it winds up. <laughs> Paul Eagle. <laughs> I don't know. I just figured I needed two names. I needed a bird and a, and a first name. Bald Paul Eagle. <laughs> That's what I thought you said <laughs> no, first. Paul Paul, e- Paul <laughs> Eagle. So I you go. Hey, it's Paul Eagle. Is he bald? Is he bald? Bald Eagle? What? It's very Americana. <laughs> it's by Disney. Someone probably just went. Shit, that's a good name, Paul Eagle. America. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and then like maybe be. Like Zach Efron, maybe like, watch it be like Jack Sparrow's illegitimate child or something. Yeah, I don't want Jack. I don't, can't see Zach Efron doing the Jack Sparrow accent, but definitely try to be like, all right, maybe you know. Anyway, that's I digress. Johnny Depp, I am to be the Joker. <laughs> what do you think? Well, to say it's 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 you know I mean when when uh, um shit. <laughs> <laughs> The, the, the last big actor, you know, to play Joker. not Heath the, Fledger? Yes. Okay. You know, I mean, I thought that was a terrible idea. But then you <laughs> see it and you go, holy crap. Like, he was the best thing about that movie. Right. Yep. So, I mean, I you know, and, and you, Johnny Depp has proven himself time and time again. Well, yes. Like every movie. Like, you know, like I said, you could, it could be a crappy movie that he was in, but at least, like Mordecai, I thought was funny. It's a terrible <laughs> movie. It's a terrible movie, but he's great in it. It's great in it. The Tourist. Not that great of a movie, but you got him and, uh, what do you call it, Angelina Jolie, two very pretty people doing stupid shit, and you're just like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I'm just, it's entertaining, because I get to see Johnny Depp kind of being kind of goofy. Especially the plot just in the end, you're like, oh, <laughs> oh man. You're like, you know what? It worked. It's like, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I mean, he was in crappy movies, but like he, him in it, it was like, it was good. It was enjoyable. So you go... I could see him doing it. Johnny Depp is great in Tux. Tusk. Yes. Tusk. It's a small bit part. Comes in maybe. And he's also in, what do you call it? Yoga, Yoga Hosers. Hosers. When you see him, you go, all right, it's Johnny Depp. 
even Twenty One Jump Street. He had the cameo in that. Oh, like, yeah. I when when he pulled off that nose, I was like, "You son of a bitch!" <laughs> that was you really good. Got me. <laughs> so I don't. I'm 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 hopeful. Like I would like to see his take on the Joker. Like uh, as long as it's not his version of Charlie Chuck. Uh, what do you call it? Willy Wonka? You know. <laughs> <laughs> Because, I mean, as much as it, interesting choices, um, I hope he doesn't do it more like the Mad Hatter. Again, interesting choices, but I don't... The only movie I've ever really, really seen Johnny Depp play an actual legitimate bad guy would be in the the new Harry Potter stuff. The Wizarding... Uh, uh, the uh, the Crimes of Grindelwald, but right. it's the... Uh, Fa- uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find, find them. them. Right. You know... Um, yeah, that'll make these titles easy to remember. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but he plays Grindelwald. You know? Yeah. And I'm like, all right. Uh, that's the only real... I'm I'm trying to... This, you know, kind of want to be like, okay, well, has Johnny Depp's been a bad guy yet? Like, <laughs> has he been a bad guy in other movies? Transcendence? Has he been in that? He, he kind of... Bad guy, but not by choice. Yeah. Is the best way I can say it. Or The Astronaut's Wife. Remember that one? Yeah. Where it was, you know, you think, I know. Yeah, where he kind of had that he was a bad guy in that, but again, not by choice. Yeah. You know. <laughs> That's true. Let's see. Johnny Depp, actor. Stacy did say in the first one, uh, Swindy Todd. He was a legitimate bad guy. Yeah. But again, he was more of a bad guy on Active Revenge. So I kind of, <laughs> like, you never really see him be like a, a uh, villain. An, out, an out, outright bad guy. Like I would say like a, a villain villain. Yeah. Um, wow. He, apparently, Fantastic Beasts Winter Fight him 3. He's going to be in that one. Um, London Fields. He was, oh, he's uncredited. Sherlock Gnomes. He was the Sherlock, he was the Sherlock and Sherlock Gnomes. <laughs> uh, the Professor... Um, apparently, he was in a movie, a music video, Pirates of the Caribbean, the Alice in Wonderland. Um, okay, uh, yoga black Black Mass. He plays James Whitey Bol- Bolger. Yeah, that was a great movie. I think he was nominated for an Oscar. Okay, legitimate bad guy. Yeah, um, <laughs> Mordecai into the wolf into the woods. He was the wolf. I never saw that. So was he the I guess well I didn't see that one either he's my the wife's wolf seen it but I haven't seen it we have it I think somewhere here in those, uh, in Lone my, Ranger in Dark Shadows movies yeah um, yeah like I'm looking and I'm going uh, yeah I don't see oh Public Enemies he was John Dillinger but he was like a like a, everyone loved Don Gil, uh, John Dillinger yeah like yeah he was the bad guy but I mean he was like the anti-hero yeah you know I jeez it's kind of tough finding a evil roles that he's legitimate. Secret Window, Libertine, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. He was a bad guy in that, but it's an action movie. <laughs> he was the bad guy in that. Sands, yeah, he was the. I think he was the FBI agent. He's the guy who got his eyes shot out and he was yeah. blind. But he was, he was. I would say that would be the bad guy role because wasn't I he? A, wasn't he after? Um, um, we call it. What's his face? Antonio Banderas. I haven't. You know what? I'm, I have to watch. I have to watch that. It's been a long time. I'm like, I don't kind of remember that. Like, uh, okay, he was in Blow, but oh yeah, but that but he, he playing bad people and playing was, a villain are he, two different things. I say he he like if you watch Blow, you can I you kind of sympathize with with the character because he was somebody trying to get through life and he was selling drugs, but he was still trying to right. maintain like a happy life 
you know, just because he was selling drugs. Like, you know. There it is, Nick of Time, 1995. Um, he played Don Juan DeMarco, Ed Wood. Yeah, I can't, I don't see any real, like, evil, evil bad guy roles. That's interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, he's played bad people, but not a villain. Right. All right. So, I, all right, put that in his wheelhouse. I'm in. Sign him up. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. I mean, you know, I'm going to see a trailer first. <laughs> see. All right. Maybe you don't know when that's going to happen, if it happens at all. Because, again, this is a rumor. Um, You know what's not a rumor, Ed? What's that? William Shatner playing Kirk ever again. <laughs> I, You know, I, I saw the title, but I didn't read into it. So, all right, so lay, me, lay it on me. William Shatner refuses to reprise his role as Captain Kirk's Star Trek icon says character is quote-unquote played out <laughs> i'm assuming this article has probably on the the skirt skirt tails or coattails of the picard tv show yeah. coming out um, you're pretty much bringing everybody back for that i think you know like, right if you were if you were ever in star trek hey we got we got a part for you yeah <laughs> uh so if 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 you're waiting for Star Trek legend William Shatner to make an appearance as Captain Kirk in a new film or TV series based on the original franchise, don't hold your breath. With Captain Kirk, with Star Trek Picard on CBS All Access giving new life to Patrick Stewart a uh, character, a fan asked Shatner if he would consider a series based on Kirk. No, he tweeted back. I think Kirk's story is pretty well played out at this point. <laughs> uh, in a follow-up tweet, he addressed whether he whether or not he would have be in any extension of the franchise. And he remarked, what was any different about my statement on Kirk that I haven't said before? I don't do cameos. That one stretches back to 2008 and JJ Kirk's story is well told out. Uh, is, is well told out of any other captain stories. Kirk died in generations. What's really left adventures in the ribbon. <laughs> Outside of Picard, the Star Trek franchise is currently developing films. It is still up to the air. Quentin Tarantino will be stepping down from directing an R-rated movie with the universe, while Noah Hawley has come aboard to develop another Star Trek film. Whatever happened, we can expect Shatner not to be there. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, there you have it. No, I'm tired. I, 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 I think that's just a polite way of saying, we don't want you. <laughs> I don't movie. care. I, you know what? It's so funny that I'm bringing it. Last night, I'm watching. Was it last night? Maybe the night before. It was probably, probably last two nights ago. Um, I was up late watching TV as I as I want to do, and then I came across a commercial with William Shatner for a um I forget what the the device is called, but he ha apparently he's been diagnosed with a sleep disorder, Ed. Very much like sleep apnea. Oh, he's, he's he's doing the clean machine. The clean machine. The clean machine. I yes. saw it and I'm like, Shatner's. I, I I was fast forward and I saw it and I saw the clean machine. And I was like, Wait, I know what that is. That's the CPAP cleaner machine. Yeah, you stick your mask into it. Right. People don't know sleep apnea. You wear a mask when you go to sleep because it helps you breathe, so that way you don't die in the middle of the night from from stop breathing. Right. And you have to clean this. You have to clean your mask and your tube and all every periodically, so that way you don't get uh, these dust mites in your lungs and kill you. So this machine, you just stick it in, it does it all for you. So you could do it every night. You right. clean, you know, make sure your your mask and your hose is sanitized. Your machine is sanitized. Every Everyone night. should have their hose sanitized. But I'm bumped. So Shatner's now peddling this. I, <laughs> they got a spokesperson. I was like, 
generously bad to you, but I'm like, uh, okay. Well, like the girl can't couldn't hold it in anymore. So <coughs> I've snoring. <laughs> I I've branched out <laughs> with my stomach, <laughs> and now I can't sleep well at night. I saw logs at night. I need a machine, but that machine gets dirty. How will I clean it, Ed? How? <laughs> now, new the clean machine, Ed, is what I'm doing. I, I, there's a Roku channel. If you, if, I think you, most people get this app now. I think. Hopefully, look for it because on this Roku app. Speaking of Shatner, by the way, uh-huh. so that's where okay. I'm going with this. Apparently, there was a show. I have no idea. I've never seen it before. It's called Chef Battle. I've seen that. He was the host. He was kind of like their their Iron Chef kind of. Yeah, yeah. He was. It was on Fox for a while. I've seen that show. I didn't. I didn't. I don't think it lasted long. Maybe like two seasons. Maybe. Yeah. But it definitely was. It was the American version of Iron Chef because then they had him host instead of having the guy from The Crow and. You know, who every time you see him, you know, is the Iron Chef. Yeah. I know him as the crow on the TV show. Um, he was like the host and he was the one coming out and giving them the wacky, you know, the, the secret ingredient the se- that they have to use. The and- secret ingredient is koi. <laughs> exactly. So you see, so you kind of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like looking at this and I'm like, wow, like, <laughs> like he'll do anything for a buck. Won't he? Hey, Bill, would you like to do so and so? Does it come with a paycheck? <laughs> How many zeros after that one? <laughs> we got about three zeros, maybe? Pass. Ah, pass. Um, five zeros? You've caught my interest. <laughs> How many numbers are before that first zero? <laughs> I don't know. Three? Oh. <laughs> What's it for? <laughs> Cleaning products? Uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> All you gotta do is stand and talk into a camera for, for like maybe 10 minutes. I can do that. <laughs> I spent my career looking at the cameras and making things sound important. <laughs> There's a man out in the wing. That was me. <laughs> Spock, I need your help. Also me. <laughs> You need someone to jump on a hood of a car in a cop outfit? Also me. <laughs> Every once in a while, I want to go back and watch TJ Hooker episodes just because I want to see that that acting. Shatner as a cop in the 80s. In the 80s. Uh, hey, speaking of stuff. Yeah. Taika Waititi is making a Charlie and the Chocolate, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory series for Netflix. Speaking of Willy Wonka. For those people who don't know who Taka Waititi is, <laughs> Jeez. where you've been living. <laughs> Thor Ragnarok just won an Oscar for Jojo Be- Jojo Rabbit, yeah. which I started watching. Very funny movie. Very funny. Him playing Hitler. <laughs> just There's certain acting, like him being Hitler, like, oh, I don't understand why you say that. Yeah. It's very, very funny. I, if you get a chance, say it. It's it's it's. So apparently he's making a uh, Willy Wonka series for Netflix. Um, he's been handed the golden ticket. This is according to IGN News. Uh, he's set to write, direct, and executive produce not one, but two animated series for Netflix, both 
which will be based on the beloved works of Ronald Dahl. Roald Dahl. Um, Netflix announced that the first series will be inspired by the whimsical world and colorful characters in the 1964 classics children books, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, while the other series will be a wholly original take on the Oompa Loompas, otherwise known as the caroling characters who manufacture candy at Willy Wonka's infamous factory. The streaming giant promised that the new shows will retain the quintessential spirit and tone of the original story while building out the world and characters far beyond the pages of the Dahl book for the very first time. Finding, there's a quote, finding just the right creative partner to bring Willy Wonka, Charlie, Charlie and the Oompa Loompas to life in animation was a daunting task until Tycho walked into the room, Melissa Cobb, Netflix vice president of original animation said. Then it was really obviously... It was really obvious. If Dahl had created a character of a film, if Dahl had created a character of a filmmaker to adapt his work, I'm pretty sure he would have created Taika. In the world, in the words of Willy Wonka himself, we are delighted, charmed, overjoyed. <laughs> Gideon uh, Simonoff, commercial entertainment director for the Ronald Dahl Story Company, added, "There's a lot of people involved in this." <laughs> I think it's going to fall apart before it even starts. <laughs> Already sounds like there's too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, that's right. There's uh, so much stuff that I'm waiting for Netflix to come out. I'm still waiting for the uh, for that series the uh, with the uh, John Cho uh, uh, Cowboy Bebop to come out. Right. Well, uh, he got hurt on set, yeah, so no. they had to postpone that. It's been a while. He should be all right now. He should be okay. Do a voice work. Get a body double. Walk it off. Rub some dirt in it. He'll be good. <laughs> So they says that it goes on to say that there's something undeniably Wonka-esque about Taika's creative flair and eminable sense of humor. And we cannot think of anyone more perfectly suited to leading the creative charge on these first kind, these first of their kind feature quality Netflix shows. Whew. This announcement marks the beginning of an extensive partnership between Netflix and the Royal Dahl Story Company. You got to change that name. <laughs> Raul Dahl Story Company, who is who are teaming up with, to create a spat of animated event series, um, reimagining more of Dahl's story, including Matilda, the Twits, the BFG, and others. I didn't know BFG was uh, his story. Yeah. And I didn't know Matilda was either. Huh, interesting. Hmm. I, BFG, to me, always will always be Big Fucking Gun. Yeah. As the name of... Uh, Doom. Doom 3, BFG. Doom! Uh, however, some of Dahl's stories have not been included in this agreement between the two companies, such as the works as James and the Giant Peach and Fantastic Mr. Fox. Again, two stories I didn't know were done by him. They were omitted from the list of potential new adapta- ad- adaptations. Um, All right, so I'm in. I, I, I kind of like... Takawatiti's stuff. I like what we do in Shadows. I think it's a funny movie and a, a pretty funny show. Uh-huh. So I thought Thor Ragnarok uh, for me was my favorite out of the three Thor films so far. Um, Jojo Rabbit, I just said I, I thoroughly enjoyed. I saw like half of it. Then I got sleepy. I went to bed. Um, but okay, I'm in. I'm willing to see what, it, what he does. He's got a very quirky sense of humor and I think that that fits well with a, a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory kind of Willy Wonka-esque type world. I don't know if the Oompa Loompa is going to be kind of weird. I think I'm interested. Are they going to be like, how did the Oompa Loompas get here? Are they starting to, I got, I got questions. <laughs> Hopefully he answers them for you. I hope so too. Uh, you know, I, I, I mean, I've, oh, the only thing that I know of that I've seen Taka Watini stuff is, uh, Thor Ragnarok, which 
I didn't enjoy. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Big uh, shocker there, folks. Um, no, I, I enjoyed it. It was just it, it was a real departure from like one and two, you know. Right. Yeah. It yeah. took it took a left turn. So to, in the to, but I, I enjoyed it. I did. I I I really did enjoy it. But you go you go. What's well, not the first two? Like, you know, like what the right. fuck? You know, they shoehorn this in. <laughs> Feels like fries all over again. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? Anyway, um, yeah, but I enjoyed it, and I, you know, Jojo Rabbit. The, the trailers that I've seen, I'm like, uh-huh. I'm like, I kind of want to see this movie. Like, like, <laughs> it, he's, it's, it looks good, and you, you just looks bizarre, and you go, you know, this is gonna be fun, like a, like a fun ride to, to 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 enjoy, especially about Hitler. Like that's the, I, it's, that's the it's it's uh, he Tycho plays Adolf Hitler. Who is the imaginary version of Hitler to this little boy? Yeah, it's not actually Hitler, but it's his ten-year-old boy Jojo, uh, and and his imaginary friend is Hitler. So, and the story is that he's you know best his best friend's Adolf, and his mother, played by Scarlett Johansson, is hiding a Jewish girl in their attic, a la Anne Frankish. Yeah. So it's it becomes about this boy and this girl having like a, a somewhat of a friendship, while in the midst of him being part of this youth group, that it's it's weird. But when Taika shows up to be Hitler, it's always like, "Hey, buddy, how you doing?" <laughs> oh, we should just kill her. <laughs> like, really, really nice, but like really bizarre like, at the same time. He's he's so funny. Every time he pops up, he's got the, he's got the hair, the mustache. He's like smiling. He's like, "Hi there, hi buddy, how are you?" <laughs> Yo, oh, she's a Jew. We must kill her. Like you know, or when when the boy and her start having like developing a friendship, Hitler's kind of like like scorned. Like, oh, is she your friend now? Is she your best friend? What about me? Like, <laughs> it's very. <laughs> I mean, to me, it's like it's just hilarious because you're, 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 you know, you're, especially when you watch like so much of Hitler and stuff. And you're, sure, you're, you see <laughs> angry, vile, hate, Jew hating, exterminate them all, and then you see Tiger going, "Oh, hello, <laughs> yes. how are you? Well, you're, best, you're my best friend." Like it's <laughs> so hysterical. It's such a it. It to me, it, it captures the perfect satire of. You know, like, if we're going to take the most hated person in, in the world, I mean, let's face it, no one names their kid Adolf, and no one has that mustache. That guy killed off two things. Yes. <laughs> I mean, well, more than two things, but, I mean, as far as, <laughs> as far as like, look and, and name, no one, I don't know anybody named Adolf, and I certainly know nobody. Michael Jordan tried to bring back the Hitler mustache in a series of commercials, yeah. and he thought no one would notice, but everybody noticed. Yeah. And it disappeared real quick because <laughs> Michael Jordan thought he was big enough to bring back the Hitler mustache. It's called the Hitler mustache. You know why? Because he had it. <laughs> he made it famous. Him and Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> Chaplin's like, fucker. Right. And I'm just, I made no. a career off that mustache. You're killing it. <laughs> you're ruining oh, my, you're my biggest you're star. You're ruining my stash. No, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Oh, hello. Hello, Charlie Chaplin. I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm even pep my mustache just like you. <laughs> sure, I'd want the extermination of a whole race, but I want, I'd love to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing gets me more giggle when I'm doing my art, listening to watching your movies. You are so funny. <laughs> I sometimes act out my things in my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right, so 
You got that going, Ed. Okay. All right. I got two more stories. All right. All right. Um, okay. Here's a throwaway one. So technically three. The Last of Us series is development from HBO from uh, Chernobyl uh, creator. Uh, for those people who don't know, The Last of Us is a video game. Yeah. Uh, they're making a TV show at HBO on it. All right. It's got TV. It's got elements. It can be a TV show. Yeah. I played the game. The game's okay. I'm not. I'm not a big. Everybody loves this game. Who's played it? Um, I play it. Played it, and I'm like, all right, it's not horrible. It also ain't the greatest game. Right, it's average. In the marriage, in the in in the in the arc of storytelling, yeah, it is pretty good. But as far as gameplay mechanics, so for a video game, it's all right. It's passable. Will it pass as a TV show? All right, sure, why not? Like, who's the showrunner? Um, it's a. Well, the guy who who created the TV show Chernobyl, which has won, it's, okay. it's pretty popular and everyone loves it. Apparently, right? Um, but here's the here, to me, this is a bigger article. Um, Amazon is bringing back the cult Canadian sketch series, The Kids in the Hall. I saw this. Yep, I did see this. I I I I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I just, Look, Kids in the Hall was, was the time in the '90s that you go, okay. I love Chicken Lady. Hi. <laughs> go okay. <laughs> the, there was no. There was some the great skits. <laughs> I'm crushing your head. Okay. I'm crushing your head. There, there is. Stuff. I have their whole show, their whole series on on DVD. <laughs> It's a great series. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you can find it, go watch it because it's a great series, especially for the for the time it was. It was a great series. Yeah. If you go, but well, I was like 30 years ago. Like, <laughs> you go, is this, this going to really? Well, okay. Here, okay, here you go. The uh, Amazon Prime video is set to bring back new episodes of the critically acclaimed cult sketch series from Canada, The Kids in the Hall. This marks the first Canadian Amazon original series. The original kids consists of Dave Foley, Kevin McDonald, Bruce McCullough, Mark McKinney, and Scott Thompson are all set to return for eight episodes, and they will prize fan-favorite characters from the series, which originally ran from 1989 to 1995 on CBC in Canada and statesides on CBS, HBO, and Comedy Central. The series will be ex- executive produced by Saturday Night Live's creator, Lauren Michaels. Even after 30 years, Ed... <clears throat> the Kids in the Halls has retained its brilliance and originality, says Michaels. We are happy to be bringing back all of the original kids for the new series. I saw them live on stage. They did a revival, and they uh, my my friend Mark and I went to go see them at the Kimmel Center. Yeah, and it was great seeing them live in person doing some of their. They did they didn't do the Chicken Lady, but they did some really good sketches. You can't all that makeup, and, <laughs> but it was it was hysterical. Um. It says, go to go on, we've been investigating, we've been investigating, investing in Canada for several years and are excited to add that the momentum by making the Kids in the Hall the first Canadian Amazon original series, said James Farrell, Vice President of International Originals for Amazon Studios. The Kids in the Hall is an iconic show with a deep-rooted fan base. Several of our global hits, including The Boys, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan, and The Expanse, have been filmed in Canada. And we're looking forward to continuing our work with the talented producers and crew teams. Blah 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 blah. blah. Right. So um, yeah, I'm gonna try and catch it when I when I, whenever it airs. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out it's definitely see it because 
Like I said, I enjoyed Kids in the Hall. I, I love that show. I remember watching because um, because because when you first think about it, you go you go oh it's like a like a, a you a, think it's a knockoff of Saturday Night Live Saturday Night Live see a knockoff you know and then it's like and, you're, and it's taped and you go okay and then you go it's like every other comedy show in the nineties like there was a bunch of shows that were right. like skit comedies right to, Living Color yeah was there Mad TV yeah you know and it's just like oh it's another one of those. But you watch it. I mean, especially it was on like late at night. I think. Yeah, it was because I think there is there is some uh, homosexual humor because Scott Thompson being a homosexual. Yeah. Um, he did a lot of lot of uh, his. <laughs> my favorite character is one where he's the the bar, at the bar sitting there just spilling gossip. It's <laughs> yes. always my favorite character. You know, so yeah, I mean, there's always been those. Yeah, I, I I get what you I get what you're saying. Like it was you thought it was one of the re- regular ones. Yeah, and, and you, but you watched it and you, you and you really you really got into it because you because it's like I'm crushing your head, I'm crushing your head, and then there was another guy and they were both like crushing right. heads. And there or was a competition. In this competition, he would put his hands by the side of his head and be like Ugh. yeah, he <laughs> was like oh, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> to me, for me, it was it was in, in a great sea of sketch comedy shows. Some never really seemed to want to kind of push the boundary, and Kids in the Hall did push the yeah. boundary. And I like comedy. To me, sometimes should be a little edgy, edgy, off-putting, sometimes offensive, because it gets you to talk about some stuff. And and it was for me, it was one of the very f- first, um, I want to say, openly gay comedians on a show that I've ever actually remember watching. Now, granted, this is the nineties. Yeah, you know, like um, I'm in my late twenties at this point, but I never really TV still had you know gay characters but they were never really like they never really show you the funny side of people yeah like he was scott thomas every time i see one of them on the show like dave foley is the reason why i watch um news radio yeah it's one of the reasons why i love a bug's life because you know he's the voice it's like you know um kevin mcdonald he's been a voice actor and a bunch of stuff and it's like a lot of these guys, I'm like, I whatever they're on, I kind of like. Oh, I want to see that because they're in it. They're the reason why I want to watch it. To me, it was Saturday Night Live in the '90s. Just to me, wasn't funny. Like you had um, the '70s, the era of the '70s. Like once Eddie Murphy, Joe Pesci, those guys kind of left the show. I didn't find Saturday Night Live as funny anymore. Yeah. So to find Kids in the Hall, and you know, and recall it. Um, um, shit. What's the other one? Um, uh, I just mentioned with the uh, Mad TV. Now, uh, Mad TV. I, I was eh, about. Uh, there's a couple skits in Mad TV. Stewart, I always thought was funny, but I was thinking in, in Living Color. Uh. To me, in Living Color and Kids in the Hall, kind of the I thought was prime sketch comedy TV at the time. You know, for me, yeah, at least. Um, so it was like, all right, I'm in. I chicken lady. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite character. Now I'm going to go home and I'm going to watch it because I have the entire run. I think I even have the movie because I had the, the, the like a comedy movie put out too. Yeah. I'm like, I might have to watch it. I don't know. No, it just makes me sick. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Oh, you kind of get sexy. Oh, hi. strip club. Ladies and gentlemen, the rooster. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm falling down. I'm, I'm falling into Ed giggles. <laughs> it was a, like I said, it was a great show. I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'll 
kind of curious what they have. And, you know, like I said, because a lot of them, they just kind of disappeared. You don't see right. them as much. You know, Pranam, like you said, Dave Foley was the only one. And he was on, like, a lot of stuff. Like, he yeah. was on the. He was uh, just recently in the Dr. Ken show. He was their boss. You know, he was uh, Dr. Ken. Well, the, uh, he had his own ABC sitcom. And he had a boss, Dave Thomas. Dave, Dave Thomas? <laughs> he was, we call it, the, like, the boss. But he was kind of socially inept and stupid. Yeah. And then, but he was also in uh, uh, the middle on ABC with uh, them. Right. He played a, a counselor for uh, for Brick. And that, it was, that was really good. And I used to say, like, he, he does a lot of good stuff. And it was a lot of, always a lot of good shows. But you don't really see the rest of the cast too much. Like, Scott Thomas, I think, was all him on, like, Conan on one night, I'm thinking Conan had no guests. Like, like, it was a slow night. Yeah. He just called him up. Yeah, it's like, hey, I need a you know a spot because I don't think he was plugging anything at the time. Yeah, I'm looking here. Um, it's Mark McKinney. He's the one who I don't see much on. Uh, Scott yeah. Thompson. He played various characters. Scott Thompson. I think he was in the Pacifier. <laughs> see what was he in recently? I'm trying to think. I see, every once in a while, he pops up. He's been in 112 things. I guess. Uh, he looks like he's still doing some sketch comedy stuff. He was an episode Conan. <laughs> he, was, he was the Queen of England. <clears throat> Let's get physical series. Uh, the Beaverton, the Go Getters. He's been in four episodes of, the, of. He was Grady in The Simpsons. He was kind man in American Gods. Uh, yeah, so I'm like, all right, he he pops up. Yeah, every once in a while. So anyway, um, all right, I got one last story. Okay, one last story, and it's. I'm just bringing it to the show just to be like, hey, I saw this. Why don't you get your take on it, Ed? Go ahead. Um, it has to do about Thor, actually. Oh. Um, the new Thor movie. Apparently, there was a casting uh, um, a villain. Oh, really? Yes. Played by, well, it's confirmed. Tessa Thompson confirms Christian Bale is playing is playing Thor, Love and Thunder's villain. Ah. Oh. Uh, the entire saga surrounding Christian Bale's participation in director Taika Waititi's Thor Love of, Th- Love of Thunder has been pretty wild so far. Excuse me. With the news moving quickly from early talks to speculation about who we be playing in this Marvel Cinematic Universe debut, there's been very little time to rest and catch one's breath. Well, Tessa Thompson's confirmed that Bale will be the bad guy with very simple but cryptic statement. Uh, during a red carpet interview at the premiere of Westworld Season 3, Tessa Thompson dropped the news in this short snippet. Christian Bale is going to play our villain, which is going to be fantastic. Yeah, it's going to be good. What's cryptic about that? That seems very cut and dry. Yeah, he's going to be in it. He's the bad guy. It's going to be great. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh... Well, I'm sure I'm sure the press people, or the uh, uh, PR people were all over her. You know, like they, well, you know, <laughs> it's not like he was... It's right, they're going... She was like, yeah, he's going to play. You see a little light show up on her shirt. She's like, <laughs> Never mind. I have to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just say the word, boss. I'll cap a, pop a cap in her. <laughs> oh, let her go. <laughs> She's free to go. She didn't say too much, Goofy. <laughs> so, ah, you know what? Christian Bell plays a good bad guy. You know, he also plays a good good guy. Does he play a really good guy? I mean, I think so. I, I mean... I mean, he wasn't a good guy in American Psycho. <laughs> Sorry, I, I had to return videotapes. Re- <laughs> um, yeah, I you know, there's a lot of rumors who he's going to play, and you know, like 
Peter Red Bill was going to be right. on the list. Right. And, you know, I was like, is he a bad guy? I'm like, no, no. not really. No. So, uh, who knows? Who knows what he's going to... I don't know. He'll probably be... I'm like, I can't think... I don't know enough about Thor's bad guys outside of Loki. Yeah. You know, that he would have a problem with. Uh, <laughs> um, but again, this isn't really about... It's more about Jane's Thor. You know, it's... What's her face? Um Jeez, I am the worst. I'm, I'm I have a case of the use. Wow, <laughs> 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 oh, that's a second assault. Hey, um, wow, shit! What the fuck is her name? Oh my god, I gotta, I gotta type in Thor. Oh, it's gonna hang there and hang there. And um. You're just gonna just leave me hanging, huh? Um, that's the time. Natalie Portman, that's the one. Mama Lucia, yeah, she's uh, they have Christian Bale, and uh, he just <laughs> they don't have who he is. Um, Tyka's bringing back Korg, <laughs> <laughs> Tess is on it, Chris Hemsworth's on it. See, who else do they have cast in uh, Thor, Love and Thunder? Love and Thunder, that's all they have. They have Taika Watiti. Christian Bell, rumored not anymore. Tessa Thompson, Natalie Portman, and Chris Hemsworth. It's me, Hitler. I'm your best friend. <laughs> so, I don't know. I wonder who he's going to play. Like I said, I wish I knew more about Thor. You know, to say, who could he be? Whoa, it's my phone. Okay. Okay. All right, there you have it, folks. All right. Hey. Thanks for listening to the show. And if you haven't already, go to Facebook, type in geeksters radio and give us a like follow us on twitter at geeksters don't forget if you want to contact ed or anything you've seen or heard on the show or you want us to talk about something contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com or you contact sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com that's s-h-a-w-n excelsior that was wonderful bravo i loved that oh, it was great well it was pretty good well it wasn't bad well there were parts of it that weren't very good it though. could have been a lot better i didn't really like it it was pretty terrible it was bad it was awful was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. brought to you by carl's jr who's a smart one now <laughs>